and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for being here tonight. It's been a while, but I'm glad that I'm back streaming right here on a YouTube channel. If you enjoy the channel, if you enjoy the content in general, please give the video a thumbs up. Give it a share, give it a like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. If you're listening to the show on your favorite audio streaming platform, give me a five-star rating over there, a thumbs up, review, a share, a comment, whatever you can on that particular platform, I'd appreciate you for that. And if you don't know, this will be available, what a live stream will be available as a podcast, wherever you are, Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, wherever you are, I'll be there. Just search ABO Live, I'll come right on up. We got a whole lot going on tonight. Oh man, the Blexit rally, the historic rally that I was at, that I attended. Shout out to Brandon Tatum, Candace Owens, the entire Blexit national team, all the Blexit national, pardon me, local chapters, everybody. Shout out to them. Shout out to everybody that came, everybody that I met. You guys are fantastic. We'll talk more about that later on in the show. Also, we got to talk about Hunter Biden and the cocaine and Burisma Holdings and Ukraine and China and Russia and how they're trying to censor that right now on Twitter and Facebook but they didn't Twitter the P-gate from uh, Trump the, the, the Russia P-gate it didn't censor the story about Trump's taxes although that was stolen obviously we'll talk about that we'll talk about Joe Biden battle rappers and much more on tonight's episode of ABL Live and I thank y'all again for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoyed what you're hearing so far, if you enjoyed the content, give me a thumbs up. Share the video, like the video, do all that good stuff. Man, we got a whole lot going on tonight, and I am glad to be back. I want to get straight into um, Hunter. Hold on, hold on. Matter of fact, before I get into Hunter, because I, I got to get into Hunter, I think I may get into the Blessed Rally first. Then I'm going to get into Hunter. Then I'm going to get into Cal Rittenhouse and Joe Biden and all that good stuff. Okay, let's talk about the Blexit rally first. This is on my mind for a while. It's been that way for a little bit. So I got to get it off my mind right now. Shout out to everybody that came to the Blexit rally. That was a beautiful thing. We had over 2,000 people in the march at the Blexit event. 2,000 people in Washington, D.C. marching to support our police officers. It was called the Back the Blue Rally. Blue meaning law enforcement. That's what the, you ever seen the thin blue line flag? Matter of fact, you know I had one for a long time. I still got that thin blue line flag. Matter of fact, the blue line represents law enforcement. So we were out there representing law enforcement. We were supporting them during the march. It was a beautiful thing. It was fantastic. 2,000 people, no craziness, no fighting, no cussing, no nothing. It was all good. It was just a giant love fest. We had a handful of hecklers. I'm talking about literally a handful. There was one lady screeching and she had a, it was a white lady, of course. It, it was one white lady that was screeching as with a bullhorn and she was flanked by like two or three black guys with Black Lives Matter signs, which was hilarious. But anyway, I saw her a little bit. But I didn't really see her because when I'm out there marching, I had the flag and everything and I was waving the Blexit flag and I'm just kind of focused on what's going on around me and all the love and the positive energy. I heard the screeching and um, 
I went over that direction to prevent anybody from engaging with her. I kind of like flanked that direction. Some of you guys saw me in the video that might have been on Breitbart or Daily Caller. You were like, hey, I see ABL right there because I came in from the side. That's what I was doing. I was trying to prevent anybody from going over there and talking to the lady. Now, I didn't even look at the lady or see anything, you know, that she had on until afterwards. I realized afterward that she was barefoot. I'm talking about no shoes or socks out there on the streets of D.C. And she was standing like right where the curb meets the road, kind of like the gutter with no shoes on. No socks or nothing. I'm talking about bare skin feet. I'm like, ma'am, you are a, a, a crazy brave soul. You might got all kind of broken glass, needles, or whatever. DC was clean for the most part. It wasn't. It wasn't like New York City or San Francisco right now. It was. It was fairly clean out there. So, but still, I'm not going to be out in a city with no socks or shoes on my feet. But anyway, she screeched at us for a minute, but that was nothing. The majority of the time that we were out there, it was all peaceful, all love, no infight, and none of that type of stuff going on, okay? We had three total events that we had three different parts of one event. I say it like that. The first part was Pennsylvania Avenue, right by the White House. We had speakers come out. It was just Candace Owens, uh, Brandon Tatum, and Larry Elder. They all spoke fantastic. Uh, I did a few impromptu interviews right there, shook a lot of hands, gave a lot of hugs. You know what I mean? Just, it, it was a really, really feel good experience. And if I met you out there, if I took a picture with you, hey, thank you for just coming up to me. It, it made my day, it reaffirmed me. It was energizing for me to get that appreciation and that validation from you guys. So I thank y'all for coming up to me and just saying anything to me, I appreciate it. You know, a lot of guys and girls, you kind of feel like you, can't say too much about being conservative where you come from. The the vibe I got there, shout out to my, my man, Willie. He said it best. It was like a family reunion, okay? It didn't matter, you know, what where you came from. And everybody was out there. It wasn't just black. It was black, white, Puerto Rican, candy strike, literally. We had Hong Kongers for Trump. We had white, black, Asian, Hispanic. People were speaking Spanish, Cantonese, all kind of stuff. So it was a really, really good experience. Okay. We had Africans. Everybody was out there at the rally. Great experience. We had the, the 12 tribes out there that were kind of like on, on the side. If you ever seen Tour de France or anything like that, where they were they riding their bikes, right? And they got like people on the side with signs and stuff like that. It was like that at the rally. It was a crazy experience. I mean, once in a lifetime, you never forget the experience I had. I'll, I'll never forget that experience. It was great. And my, and my brother, Brendan Tatum, was able to um, lead the march. He did a fantastic job leading it. It was good. It was, it was really, really good. So, yeah. Now, the media, of course, want to try to brand on our parade. They want to try to hate on the White House event, talking about, oh, there was no distancing. Nobody wore masks. First of all, Everybody had masks on. In order for you to get into the White House, you had to have a mask on. Okay, you had to have your mask on to get into the White House. And then if you did not have your mask on at the event, some of the very kind interns that were at the White House, and shout out to y'all, they would come up to you and say, can you please put your mask on? So the mask thing was required and enforced. Everybody had their mask on. 
and I had the best seat in the house. I was right there in VIP, right next to Candace Owens, Brandon Tatum, and all the Blexit national team and some of the Blexit local people. I was right there front and center. I could see Trump like right in front of me. It was crazy. It's like I almost like I could almost touch him, but I needed about go go get your arms to reach that far. But anyway, he was not close enough to us to have any kind of impact on us as far as the virus. You're talking about distancing. He was quite a ways away, well beyond six feet. You're talking about probably 20, 30, maybe 40 feet. He was away, away and up. So there's no way that he would, he would impact us with the virus. And they said he didn't have it anyway. So it's like, all right, what are we even doing? But anyway, it, it said it wasn't no distancing. You guys were packed real tight. Well, I was seeing some of the rallies after the L.A. Lakers won their championship and there was no mass or minimal mass and no distancing. You had men giving other men piggyback rides, all this, that, and the third. So if your special area is on the back of this dude's neck, then why is that not a concern? Oh, it only matters when the people that are involved with the distancing and the mass and all of that are conservative. That's when it matters. Got it. But... It was a really, really good event overall at the White House. The media wanted to hate, but of course they're going to hate regardless. The media, it did, it did the same thing in 2019. They hated on us because of the event we had at the White House, like inside the White House. Nicole Wallace said, we disgraced the East Room where presidents have lied in state, all this, that, and the third. I mean, just silly stuff, just trying to discredit the event. Then they said, um, we got paid. That's that's the funniest thing. Oh, you guys got paid. Nobody got paid. If anybody was to get paid, I'd be one of them because I have a big platform. So they want to pay me because I could bring a crowd. But no, I paid my own way. I paid a nice little bit of money for my ticket because it was kind of a last minute thing to get a plane ticket. Then to get my hotel and food and Uber and everything else I wanted, I had to pay for that. There was no money given to me. If some people were able to get a plane ticket in a hotel, that's not the equivalent to paying. Um, shout out to somebody left a comment on, on O'Shea Duke Jackson's channel. He did, he did a video about people getting paid. The comment was like this. All right, check it out. If I fly you out and I put you in the hotel room, will you fix my roof? When you get there, or do you need more, or do you need extra payment for that? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Can I just fly you out and put you up to fix my roof or to cut my grass or to, you know, change my transmission and my brake pads while you at it? Or do you need to get paid for that? If somebody says to me, hey, ABL, I got a job for you, a uh, speaking engagement, I'm like, okay, well, where is it going to be? Um, what is it about? Who's, who's putting it on? How much will it pay? And they tell me about all the details, but then when they get to the money, they say, okay, we're going to fly you out and get you a hotel room. I'm like, okay, that's great, but where's the pay? Okay. <laughs> and they say, oh, no, that's all we can do. If I accept a gig, at that point, I'm just volunteering my services. I'm not actually being paid. All right. You can't pay me in a flight. That's not how that works. Okay. Even if somebody said, you know what? All I want is a trip to DC and that's all I really care about. I don't want to, if that's the case, then why would they go to the rally? Why would they go to the Blexit speaking event? Why would they go to the White House? Why would they go to the march? There was no way to enforce attendance. You could have just said, you know what? I'm in DC. I'm going to go walk around, look at all the closed museums, take a bunch of pictures of statues and the crackheads and everything else and just do that. You could do that, but that's not what happened. This event was not marketed. 
I don't know about it for a long time. I didn't say a word because they said we wanted to be an invite only thing. We didn't want to have a bunch of bad internal actors and we didn't want to attract Antifa and Black Lives Matter. We didn't want to have them ruin the event or try to disrupt it from the inside or the outside. So in order for you to get invited, you had to kind of be already involved with a lot of what's going on. People that were out there were already doing things in their community. They were part of Blexit chapters, Lexit, Jexit, Walkaway, Black Voices for Trump, and just general Trump supporters anyway, wherever they were. Okay, social media platforms are on, they got big channels, they got podcasts and everything else. They already were involved. So it's an insult for them to say that we got paid. That's why we were out there. And if somebody did get paid just to be in a rally, prove it. You had 2,000 people. You could find one canceled check to somebody. Surely you could find that. You can't find it because it don't. it's not available. It doesn't exist. It's not real. It's a fake thing. It's, it's a lie. It's fake news. The media keep putting it out there like it's real, though. And that's fine. Twitter won't. They won't remove that. They won't try to censor that at all. And that's a great segue into, um, <laughs> that's a great segue into what's going on right now with Hunter Biden. This whole story is crazy. Have you guys seen the pictures of Hunter and a crack pipe or meth pipe? <laughs> that, that was a funny thing in the comments. People were saying, it's a meth pipe, ABL. Hey, it can be crack, meth heroin whatever it is it's not um he, he's not smoking tobacco out of the pipe you understand this man had a glass pipe in his mouth it looked like he was smoking crack probably that's what's going on and there are actually more pictures and much more evidence that will come from what's going on right now with hunter biden all right twitter is censoring it oh you can't you can't post that link they locked Kelly McEnany's page, you know, the press secretary for the White House, they locked her page. They locked James Woods' page because they shared the article. I think James Woods may have shared a meme, and I think Kelly McEnany shared the article from New York Post. So we can't even post articles from the mainstream media anymore. Is that what's going on? Same thing with Facebook. It did the same thing. Facebook said, we're going to intentionally suppress the view in the in the share of the story same thing they did to me they, they, they did that to my whole page because i shared a story about hydroxychloroquine and went viral it broke the internet i had like nine hundred thousand unique views on my website almost a million unique views on my website just from that one article and then after that they tried to well they did reduce the reach of my facebook page okay it's the same thing going on here with the story of hunter biden now, my question is, why would they do that? You have a reputable source in New York Post. They got sources. You got Rudy Giuliani, the former mayor of New York City. You got Steve Bannon. You got documents, evidence, everything. And all the dates line up. 2014, 2015, the dates line up. You have pictures of what's going on. You got Hunter with the crack pipe, meth pipe, whatever it is. The, the drug pipe, the illicit narcotic pipe. You got all kind of things that prove what was said in the article, plenty of evidence. So why is that being suppressed? Why is that being outright censored by Twitter? I think at this point, they are nakedly against conservatives. All right. Nakedly against them. Because I remember when the story about the uh, Russia P-gate, remember that? The, the whole Russian dossier? When that story came out, was there any kind of censoring 
of that did they say oh this story is ridiculous it's not corroborated we're not going to share it no they didn't not in the least bit when the story about trump's taxes came out the only way you can get that is if somebody stole it and published it illegally did they did they reduce the reach on that no they didn't they put it in the um in the trending section for a while and the trending section is artificially curated so for them to put it there they did that on purpose so you want to highlight and boost negative stories about the president and about conservatives like about us getting paid they allow that that just you know flourish about the trump um p gate that the russia p gate talking about oh trump had some russian girls pee in the bed where barack and michelle will sleep when they come to moscow they let that rock whole thing about Trump's tax returns, stolen information, unverified things. Trump himself said, hey, that's not valid. That's not right. But they still let it go. I've not heard the Biden campaign come out and say anything about the email, the emails, plural, on Biden's computer or the crap pipe. I've not heard anyone say that's not legitimate or it's photoshopped or it's fake. Like uh, Donald Trump came out and said that the story about him was fake. But yet they want to censor the Hunter Biden story and not the ones about Donald Trump. So when people say, are oh, you being paranoid and everybody trying to censor you guys on the right? I can't tell. I cannot tell. YouTube has been pretty good with it. Actually, YouTube used to be pretty bad with censorship, but they let my story flourish. OK, I got a whole video about Hunter Biden and the cocaine and all that good stuff on my channel. It's 100 percent monetized. Uh, you know, it's not slowing down. It's getting normal traffic. It's all good. But for some reason, when I go to Facebook and Twitter, I can't do the same thing. Very interesting. All right. Yeah, P-Gate. Remember that? <laughs> uh, the, the Russian dossier. So, yeah, you got him smoking crack. Now, some people are going to say, oh, so what, ABL? It doesn't really matter. We should pray for him because, you know, he's an addiction. I understand I get that part, but see, it's not even just about him smoking crack. That's just one piece of it. There's much more to the whole situation. Remember, Joe Biden repeatedly said that he did not talk to his son about his foreign business dealings. That's what he said to us, right? But the emails say otherwise. Pictures say otherwise. Emails say in 2014, after he had been discharged by the military because of the cocaine. He was discharged in February 2014 and May 2014. Here comes the email from the guy, Parisma Holdings, the Ukrainian guy, talking about, hey, we need your we need your influence, we need your help to prevent political attacks against Parisma Holdings. And then he went into how it's a gas company, it's the biggest in Ukraine, all this there, and the third, right? So after that, Hunter Biden, who just got discharged because of drugs had issues already, wasn't really stable. After that, he gets on the board of Burisma, getting paid 50 grand a month to do what? He has no experience with oil or gas or energy. 50 grand a month is what you get? Really? Is that, is that what's going on? Oh, okay. Makes sense to me. So you get in that money, and then about one year later, you get an email from the same Ukrainian guy talking about, hey, thanks for introducing us to your father and, you know, letting us spend time together. We really appreciate that. You know, let's have coffee at my office before I leave. So <laughs> you see what's going on. He's getting paid that amount of money because he's selling influence to Ukraine. A few months later, December 2015, that's when 
Joe went to Ukraine. Mind you, he's still the vice president of the U.S. and also the special envoy to Ukraine and the Obama administration. He goes to Kiev, Ukraine, and then bullies Ukraine into firing the prosecutor named Shokin. Shokin was a guy that was investigating Burisma Holdings, which is a company that Hunter Biden works for, the very same company that emailed him in 2014 to help with some political pressure and things they were having going on in Ukraine. Basically, what that means is like, hey, we got some heat on our back. We need you to get your father to come in as special envoy to Ukraine to put pressure on Poroshenko to fire this man. And that's what happened. Okay. They said, if you don't fire this man, we won't give you a billion dollars in loan guarantees from the U.S. to Ukraine. And that's what wound up happening. But Joe Biden says, oh, we never had any talks about his foreign business dealings. And I didn't do that because of a recent holdings. Oh, OK. That's what you think. All right. The emails say something different. Everything says something different. And there's more evidence where that came from. All we saw the tip of the iceberg. We saw the very tip of the iceberg. We didn't see too much. We saw, you know, the cracked picture and a couple of emails. That's just a little bit of the information. And then I got to say, what was Hunter Biden thinking? Why would you do that? Okay. What he did was he um, took or somebody took his laptop to a repair shop for data recovery. What are you trying to recover, sir? Are, are you trying to recover the, the cracked pictures and some other stuff, some illicit things what are you trying to recover and why would you go why, why would you not pick it back up the bill was 85 dollars. surely you got it i mean 50k a month from ukraine to do nothing basically but to sell influence you got 85 dollars to go pick up the laptop why didn't you pick it up now the fbi has it and they had it since december 2019 what have they done with it it took for steve bannon and rudy giuliani to come forward with the copy of the hard drive to give to the New York Post to put out there to the world. And now Twitter trying to censor it as well as Facebook trying to censor it, but they can't because it's already out there. Cast out the bag. You can't really do much to put it back in the bag. You know, the genie game is not going back in the bottle. The genie's out the bottle right now and just grant was all over the place. So that's what's going on. <laughs> Hold on, Jay Thomas says, ABL, no, 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 none of this happened. I heard on CNN, this is a conspiracy theory. Oh, is that right? <laughs> and, you know, the funny part is that a lot of it has already been admitted by people. You know, Hunter Biden is on Burisma Holdings. That's a fact. The Biden campaign have not come out and denied the emails or the pictures. So if you don't deny it, then it must be true. Trump said, hey, you know what? The things in the article, a lot of it is false. Did Hunter Biden say that? Did Joe Biden say that about the New York Post article? I've not seen them do that. Maybe they did. Maybe I missed it. Just maybe. Now, my question would be, are they going to arrest anybody? That's all I really care about because I keep hearing about, you know, Benghazi and all kind of stuff. It's like, all right, that's fine. That's cool. But let's get some arrests. You know, I'm hearing about SEAL Team 6. I don't know much about it yet. But see, my thing is, what are they going to do about that? I heard it was a setup that Barack and them got SEAL Team 6 shot down. Okay. And then they had Bin Laden. What was he in Iran or Iraq? And then they moved into Pakistan to do the so-called trophy kill. Okay. All of that is good. It makes sense to me. They're saying that the money that they gave to Iran was part of that, that they owed it. All this. Okay. Okay. 
that's cool i get it but see let's get some arrests let's get some heads rolling on the ground that's what i want to see and at a certain point it's like what more can you do to get arrested what more can you get away with we don't want to come we don't want to become banana republic where you could do whatever you want and nobody gets arrested if you are in high levels of power you know you can just you know chop somebody's head off in the middle of the street and not even get arrested let alone question for what you do that's not really what i meant to so hopefully we get some arrests from this whole situation from the seal team six thing from hunter biden from all of this joe biden's got to go too because joe biden was involved it's not it's not just about hunter biden and the cocaine it's not even about that it's about some quid pro quo the left talking about quid pro quo as it relates to trump and russia and ukraine and whatnot but the real quid pro quo is with joe biden and hunter biden they had a whole impeachment hearing over trump asking the ukrainian president to look into some corruption that's going on with joe biden obviously there's something there so it makes sense to say hey look into it look into it see what's going on it makes perfect sense there was some clear corruption happening we have the documents we have the evidence you got a whole laptop okay you got a hard drive with all the information on it all right and try going to court and say that's not your hard drive it's not your emails try try going and do that and see what happens all right the FBI got it. You know, they really looking deep into it. And I hear that China may have the information as well. So, nah, you can't get out of it. The question is going to be, will any heads roll? Will anything come of it? If Trump got impeached for having a phone call with the Ukrainian president talking about this whole thing, then why can't those that actually engage in the corruption have anything happen to them? Why not? If by some stroke of just crazy, ridiculous luck, Joe Biden was to win. He's got to be impeached day one because of the Ukraine thing. Got to be instantly. If they impeach Trump for a simple phone call, you got to impeach Joe Biden because of what's going on with the, the quid pro quo. Simple. It ain't really nothing else to it. Okay, hold on. Esmeralda Real says Jack Dorsey just said Twitter messed up by blocking the New York Post Biden story. Yeah, whatever. You know, I hear stuff like that all the time, and I'm like, all right. Um, <laughs> okay, that's nice to say right now, but I feel like they, they were trying to stop the story from becoming viral. And you do that by spiking it early on while it's trending. It, I mean, maybe it was a mistake, but I doubt it. I don't think social media guys, I don't think they do, I don't think they do things like that. For, they, they, don't do like, they don't do that for a mistake, I don't think. Maybe they didn't want to block Kelly McEnany or James Woods, that might've been a mistake. If they were blocking guys like just regular people, then it would have been fine. But you blocking Kelly McEnany and you blocking maybe even the president, now you got a big problem because now you're gonna have the executive branch of the government on your back saying, hey, what's going on with this uh, platform, Twitter? All right, now you're starting to violate some laws, you're violating free speech. You're also interfering with the election because let's not forget the election is happening right now. People are voting now today the election is on so if you are blocking information about a presidential candidate about a democratic presidential candidate that's going to be seen as voter intimidation possibly and also election interference so you can't do that maybe it was a mistake from jack dorsey's point of view but not from the employee's point of view they did that most certainly on purpose but we'll see what they do 
going forward, are they going to continue to block it? How about Facebook? Was that, an, was that a mistake? That guy from Facebook, I forget his name, but I'm going to try to find his uh, tweet right quick. He came out and said that we are going to reduce the dissemination of this story on our platform. We're going to reduce its reach. They said that specifically. So that's not a mistake when the main guy comes out and says, hey, we're going to just slow that down. Matter of fact, I'm going to try to find it right quick. Give me one second. Oh, here it is. His name is Andy Stone. And I'll place this right here on the screen before you. And I'm going to read it for you right quick if you can't see it, if you listen to audio only. And let's see. All right. Andy M. Stone on Twitter, at Andy M. Stone, all one word, says, while I will intentionally not link to the New York Post, I want to be clear that this story is eligible to be fact-checked by Facebook's third-party fact-checking partners. In the meantime, we are reducing its distribution on our platform. So before any kind of fact-checking, before they know for sure in their mind or from the fact checkers if it's true or false before that happens they're going to just reduce it right away okay can you do that for every story because surely there's some things that spread that aren't 100 true i mean that has to be the case all the time why specifically about this story did they do the same thing with the trump story about the taxes 750 dollars and stuff like that although that's a clearly false story in the actual article from the New York Times, if I'm not mistaken, about Trump's taxes, it says that he paid more than 750. He paid like 5.2 million, according to the very article. So that headline was totally false. It was misleading and it was clickbait. Did they reduce its distribution on the platform? I don't think they did. And the tax documents, if they were legitimate, were stolen. So they didn't do anything about that. But all of a sudden now for the Hunter Biden story, since it will impact his father, Joe, he's a Democrat, then they want to censor it. Then they want to slow it down. Okay. Makes sense to me. So <laughs> I think we all know what time, uh, we all know what Facebook is on. We all know what they're pretty much about at this particular point in time. I, I don't think that anyone needs any other proof, any other evidence as to what's going on with Facebook, Twitter as well. Uh, YouTube is the best. I've not had a problem. My video was up. It's not being censored. It's not being throttled. I'm fully monetized on it. It's all good. Okay. I'm about to hit a hundred thousand views on that thing. And it's straight. I got, I got the crack pipe picture in there. I got all that stuff. And of course my own website, you can't censor that. I got the crack pipe picture right on the thumbnail. So it's all good. All right. Now, SEAL Team 6, I don't know much about. I see you guys talking about it. I've read it. I've read a little bit about it, and I saw some of the interview, but I've not seen the entire interview, so I don't know much about it. But what I want to see is some heads roll as a result. If someone did something, like the, the famous Ilhan Omar would say, if someone did something, then let's get some arrests. Let's get some indictments, you know, going downhill for sure. All right, let me see. Oh, I'm, I'm reading this comment. Christine Benning says, River Rat, you just love Trump and pretty much everything else. <laughs> what does everything else mean? What, what is that? Uh, I, I love pizza and burnt hot dogs. Like, what are you talking about? Be specific. How about that? Like, let's, get, let's get a real argument going. People try to argue with me, but they don't know that I've been arguing all my life. I've been arguing since I've been a little boy. I'm talking about 30 more years. I've been arguing, arguing, arguing. So if you want to have a debate, if you want to have an argument, present it and we can do that.
All right. So Cal Rittenhouse, shout out to Cal Rittenhouse. He had one charge dropped as it relates to the whole Kenosha, Wisconsin incident, but he still faces plenty more charges. I think he still has like six more charges he faces, including a murder charge in Wisconsin, but they dropped the Illinois gun charge. Remember the whole narrative about Cal Rittenhouse? Oh, he brought that gun across state lines and he killed two people and shot one. They were innocent protesters. They ain't do nothing. He was a vigilante, a white supremacist. Just all nonsense. 17-year-old just trying to protect his community. Oh, across state lines. He lives in Antioch, Illinois. That's 10 minutes from where he was in Kenosha, Wisconsin. It's literally like right on the border. Kenosha's right there on the border of Illinois and Wisconsin. And so is Antioch. It's the same area. All right. It's simple. It's like if you're in Virginia, you got Chesapeake and then you got Elizabeth City. It's right there in the same region. All right. It's all still Tidewater. The state line is not necessarily that important. But anyway, they said he crossed state lines with it. But it turns out that it was not his gun. That was his friend's gun. And the friend lived in Wisconsin. The gun never left Wisconsin. It was always there in Wisconsin with the friend. And then when Cal came to Wisconsin to work as a lifeguard, they got off work. The friend says, hey, here's a rifle. We're going to protect these uh, these stores from being burned down by the looters. The police can't be everywhere. We're going to protect them. Matter of fact, have your first aid kit. So if anyone gets injured, you can go out there and render some, render some aid to them. As a matter of fact, the first guy that attacked Cal Rittenhouse and got shot, got murked. Cal tried to help. He has he had his first aid kit trying to help him. But then here comes the mob rushing them off. So, I mean, he's not some kind of cold hearted person. That's all going to come out in court. Self-defense all the way. So we're still waiting for this whole process to happen. It should get a little bit more snappy here because it shouldn't still be in uh, juvenile, which he is. He's in juvenile right now with no bond. Why is there no bond? For what? Oh, because he's talking about, it's talking about murder charges. But really, they, they way overcharged him. What they charged him with, he'll beat. The only thing he might get convicted of is the misdemeanor for the gun. It's not a felony to have a gun in that situation. But if he beats the murder charge by self-defense, he might actually beat the gun charge too. They might get him on that, but they probably won't. There are some times where you might get locked up on the gun charge, but beat the murder charge because it was self-defense. You see? So I think that he'll be fine. The only thing they might get him on is a gun. And like I said, misdemeanor, it probably won't be nothing. All right? And he has money to pay for a lawyer, so it'll be fine. He got Lynn Wood and all these guys on their side, so he'll be good to go. All right? So that's what's going on with that. But we'll we'll see what happens. I just say shout out to my man Cal Rittenhouse. He he didn't do anything wrong. He was in the right to defend himself as he should, as everyone should. No, don't go out there starting drama. Don't go out there antagonizing people. If they come to you and they antagonize you and you gotta defend yourself, then you you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. That's what guns are for. Self-defense. Also hunting, pardon me, also hunting and whatnot, but to defend yourself. That's all it's about. I'm not trying to go out there and hurt anybody. I'm all about peace, love, positivity. But if you attack me, then now we're in, we're in a different place and I have to behave accordingly. So it is what it is. That guy that tried to shoot Cal Rittenhouse with a gun that was captured on camera, his arm is now spaghetti and meatballs. You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about just disgusting. But that's what you get. If you have a gun, you put it on me and I got a gun and I got the drop. 
you know, bang, bang, your arm is now, you know, it's, it's, it's minestrone. You understand? You got Fettuccine Alfredo right there, but I digress. Thank y'all for being here yet again. You guys are the best audience on the internet. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up. Share the video, like the video, do all that good stuff, but hit that like button. That's a very good thing to do just for me. All right. What else we got going on? Oh, did you guys see the, the Joe Biden battle rappers? <laughs> did you guys see the Joe Biden battle rappers? These guys, um, who was that? I think it was um, Charlie Clips. And I forgot the other guy's name. Hold on. I'm going to look it up right quick. It, it was Charlie Clips. And wow, I forgot that quick. Hold on. Let me see. Who was that? You, you guys know who that was. Charlie Clips and somebody. I'm not a battle rap connoisseur, as you could tell. But um, anyway, they had the, the battle rap and it, the bars were kind of trash. It, it, it was kind of trash. Like, okay, you can have a rap song or a rap battle or something like that to support a candidate, but let it be good. Let it be, inter let it be entertaining, energetic. Let it not be so kind of cheesy. It's like the Trump, it's like, not, not, not the Trump campaign. It's like the Biden campaign wrote this. <laughs> the, the Biden campaign wrote this. I'm like, man, come on. What are we even doing? Oh, the, oh speaking about the polls, the polls just opened today and the polls are, are crazy packed. I'm not going today. But anyway, back to, oh, DNA, that's his name. Shout out to DNA. So Charlie Eclipse and DNA, the better rappers, they had this so-called battle, but it wound up not even really being a battle. It was just kind of like a rap. It, it was weird. It wasn't a battle. It was like a choreographed slam poetry without the slam part. It was a little bit of slam poetry, but it was choreographed with outside bars. The the Biden campaign bars were not hitting no two cents. Yeah, they're, they're no Bryson Gray at all. They're, they're not Bryson. Bryson is excellent. They're not Forgiato Blow or anybody like that. Okay, the, the bars were trash. And you know what? The bad part is that these guys can actually rap. Of course, what I've been reading, they can, they're actually good battle rappers, but it just didn't do well in this particular thing. And it had all kind of wrong information talking about uh, Trump said to go back to China. When have you ever heard Trump say go back to China or to go back to any country? I've never heard that. Okay. Even when he was asked by Katie Tour about, you know, illegal immigration, he was like, they have to go back. Meaning if they came here illegally, they got to go back, not to a specific country. Trump never said go back to China. Okay, you just hearing little things on Instagram and CNN and kind of like matching it together and making a trash bar. I was just not really a fan. Let it be some good bars is all I want. So, yeah, it, it was pretty trash. But you know what? I can't expect that much from the Biden campaign. They're not doing a very good job. I'm not really sure how anybody thinks they're going to win. I just don't see the, the victory there. Where's the victory path? No enthusiasm at all. Trump has all the enthusiasm, all the energy. And then think about it like this. You get all the energetic Trump supporters and a lot of us that are kind of on the low that don't say a word about being a Trump supporter. You know, people like that are in my family. They won't say a word to you about being a Trump supporter. They might even kind of hate Trump supporters a little bit. But when they go to the polls, 
November the 3rd, or if they go early, they're going to vote Trump. That's what's going to happen. Okay, they're not going to vote for Joe Biden. If they don't like Trump and they're not going to vote for him, they won't vote for Joe. They might just stay home or vote third party, some kind of cop-out vote. They're not going to vote for Joe Biden. It is what it is. Exactly, Christine. Oh, if they if they win the Democrats, it is because they cheated. That's why they want to have the the mail-in voting, the mass uh, was it universal mail-in voting. They want to have that. They want to have dead people vote. Didn't they find like six hundred dead people voting in Michigan already? Six hundred or something like that. It might have been an even higher number. So if that's going on already, then come on. Then we saw the ballot harvesting thing with Ilhan Omar. And talking about, oh, that wasn't really real. That was staged. Come on. Everybody knows it's real. We know what's going on. The dude, the one guy who said it wasn't real, had a video of himself with a bunch of ballots that he shit in the head. Talking about, oh, well, it was a law. Listen, you're ballot harvesting, you're doing all kinds of stuff you shouldn't be doing. That's illegal, illicit. And then Ilhan Omar is a piece of work herself. Aside from the ballot harvesting and 300 ballots with empty and you buying ballots people, aside from that, you have Ilhan Omar taking monies from her campaign, routing it all kind of ways, you know, giving it to her, the, the, the guy she was cheating on her husband with, Tim Minette. How are you going to be a Muslim, right, wearing a scarf and everything, talking all this, you know, I'm a, I'm a Muslim woman. How are you going to do all that and then get married three times in three years? Is it not haram? If you do that in Somalia, you're getting caned straight in the street. You can only do that in America, but somehow America's racist. All this, that, and the third. You love America because you cannot do what you're doing anywhere else but America. The corruption you're doing right now, do that in Somalia and see what happens. You be, you be getting beat in the street today or early tomorrow. That's what's going on. You can only do that here in America. So she's giving a bunch of money from a campaign to attend my net as a so-called consultant fee. And she's probably taking that money straight from him. You know, all kind of illicit, halfway illegal stuff. There's a lot of that going on. You know, running for office, knowing you can't win, but still trying to siphon that campaign money off. You got a consulting firm set up with your own address, but different story. I digress. My whole point is that it's crooked out there in Minneapolis. Everyone knows it. So this whole thing about, oh, it's fake. It's not really real. Come on. You're trying to discredit Project Veritas. You're trying to discredit James O'Keefe. We all know what's going on. We all know that it's real, but I'll move right along. Thank you all for being here yet again. I appreciate you guys. You guys are the best audience on the Internet. If you like what you're hearing so far, go ahead and subscribe to the channel right now. And when you do that, click the bell so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. Yeah, Ilhan Omar, she was married to her brother, allegedly, because he needed citizenship. So she got married to him and she had an actual husband she got kids with. She was married to him on and off. And then she left her husband to get married to the white man, Tim Minette, which is crazy. You know, there'll be the men ones that say, oh, white men are the biggest terrorist. And then turn around and get married to a white man. It's like, come on, what are we doing? <laughs> how, how are you going to have all this racial hatred and then get married interracially you know if you're going to do interracial marriages maybe you shouldn't be a a racist <laughs> you see what i'm saying if you marry interracially then you, you this whole racist thing it doesn't make any sense 
just love everybody, then it would make sense. But if you are a hater like Ilhan Omar, then it does not make sense. Exactly, KG. She's anti-white, but married one. It makes no sense at all. All right. Now, somebody says uh, Demi Lovato's woke song, Commander-in-Chief. Um, I saw a, a news story about that, but I've not heard the song yet, so I have no idea. And I, I couldn't play it right here because they probably copyright strike me, but I go check it out when I get a little bit of chance to do so. You know, if I could do a reaction without getting striked, I might do it at a later date. Just not right now, of course. All right. So what else we got going on? There was more I wanted to cover. Let me just go to my, my list right quick because there's a whole lot going on right now in the internets. Uh, let me see. I covered that one. Did I cover that one? Uh, oh, yeah. Portland. They, they're toppling the statues of Abraham Lincoln. And uh, who else? Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. I'm not surprised. Nobody should be surprised at this. I've called it for years. If you've been watching me for a long time, you know that I've already called it years ago. I always call it. It started with the Confederate generals and the Confederate flag. People say, oh, they were losers. All right, but check it out. You don't understand those that say that. Not you guys. You guys are perfect. But those that say stuff like that don't understand. The next thing will be Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Teddy Roosevelt. And it'd be for the same purpose, for the same reason. They were racist. They had slaves. They hated black people. All this that. Okay, now you're going to have all history pretty much just washed away or they'll try to alter it or they'll try to obscure it. So, or, or pardon me, or obfuscate it so you don't really see it. So you don't really understand what's going on. So when you're in D.C., look at looking at the statues. All you see are those that they want you to see. You don't see the complete history. I want to see all the history, good, bad, ugly. I want to see all of it. Right. I don't want to have some of the history there that the state feels like is appropriate. Give me everything. Shout out to my man, Derek Gretanigo. He's like, hey, when I go to Italy, Nero is right there, right outside. And this man had wives and husbands. Okay. Like he was wild right there. I want to see everything. Don't try to hide no statues or nothing like that. You know, they've been there for a hundred years, never hurt anybody. You want to come mess with it. And, and the crazy part about that is one guy got hurt by a statue that fell on him after he broke it. It's like you attacking the statue did more harm to yourself than the statue ever did to anybody just by being here in this random obscure corner of the city. But different story, I digress. The point is that they're trying to hide history. When people sign off on it and say, okay, that's fine because they were losers. All right, now what's next? George Washington. They took his bust out of GWU in D.C., D.C. is named Washington, D.C. The college is named George Washington University. They took his bust or statue, whatever that was, out of the university. Oh, what's offensive? The school is named for him. But you, you're going you're gonna to change Washington State, Washington, D.C. I mean, I, I, like, how about dollars? Are we going to remove the picture from the dollar? Uh, I mean, what are we, we going to do? How far is it going to go? So when they took down Abraham Lincoln, I was a surprise. And then they replaced him with an elk, some kind of random elk statue. Like, uh, what are we doing? Are we worshiping animals now? Are we going in that direction? Are we trying to get into some, some paganness type stuff for real, for real? Like, what's happening here? Not surprising at all. So if you don't want to have history be removed in front of your eyes, 
and American flags burn, Abraham Lincoln, if you don't want that to happen, then let everything be up. Confederate generals too. Why is the Confederacy seeming so, why is the Confederacy seeming so much disdain? The Confederacy was only around for four years of slavery. Only four years of slavery. So why is it seen so bad? The American flag was around from 1776, 1865. That's about 90 years right there of slavery. We've been able to get past that as far as the American flag. So why not anything else? Why can't we just view history as history and appreciate it just for what it is, just, just for being a thing that happened and that's it? Why must we try to, to burn it, to erase it, to alter it, to change it? You can't change it. It happened. You can't edit the past. I mean, I don't have a time machine. Do you? <laughs> Ain't no time machines going on. So all we can do is just know what the past was and learn from it and move forward and progress in the true way, not in the Democratic Party way. They're trying to regress into the past. You know, they got um, all black college dorms, all white college dorms. They, they're trying to bring that stuff back. And I'm not with that. You can have a white organization. You can have a, a thing that's mostly white, mostly black. That's fine. Some kind of organization, if it's freedom of association. But when you have a college that says, okay, if you white, go over there. If you black, go over there. And you have no choice. Now we're starting to regress. All right. You can get married to whoever you want to get married to. It doesn't matter what color they are. Right. But when they say, oh, you got to get married to a black person. Now we're doing something different. Now we're starting to, you know, go back in time. We're regressing. So that's kind of what that is. All right. But thank y'all again for joining. We got a whole lot happening. All right. April coming from West Virginia. Shout out to West Virginia. All righty. Let me see. I'm reading the chat right here. I think I pretty much covered everything I wanted to cover before we get to Super Chats. All right. And let's see. All right. Super Chats on deck. Then we get to the calls. Let me go start from the beginning. Shout out to Apu Bakar, All Puff Daddy, who says BLM lied. Innocent people died. R.I.P. Cannon Hennett, Sequoia Turner, Horace Lorenzo Anderson Jr., Italia Marie Kelly, David Dorn, David Patrick Underwood, Tamaris Bohannon, Burnell Tremel, David McAtee, Chris Beatty, and Jose Gutierrez. Yeah, R.I.P. Many more black and brown folks have died as a result of BLM than the protests that BLM were for. Shout out to Ian Kenny, who says Twitter and Facebook are going wild with the censorship. Twitter blocked White House press secretary's personal account. Yeah, Kelly McEnany, election interference all day long. And like I was saying earlier, someone said in the comments that um, Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, apologized for what happened on Twitter, but I'm not sure if that's legitimate. And Facebook, they're not going to apologize because uh, one of the main guys from Facebook said that we're going to just reduce, you know, the distribution and we're going to fact check it. So they're not trying to they they want to censor this story because it will hurt Joe Biden because of what's going on with Hunter Biden. That's that's all that it is to it. If it was a story about Trump, they could say, you know what? Trump got um, little kids in the basement. It, it doesn't matter if it's any kind of real sources. It could be on the, the national com they're going to run it and it won't be any kind of retractions. That's just the situation going on. All right. Thank you to Apu Bakar, Apuff Daddy, who says honor, respect and gratitude to your father, ABL for service as a firefighter, Brandon Tatum, Tucson police and Jericho green, us Navy last week's talk on the human suffering witnessed by first responders was deeply spiritual. Yeah, that was, that was something 
Yeah, and shout out to my brother Brandon and my brother Jericho Green. Yeah, they have some really some some deep stories about that. And, and shout out to Dad as well as a firefighter. He's seen a lot of different things. He also says, ABL, how are your fans reacting to the ACB hearings? How did your fans rate the performance of Democrat senators? What do you think of Senator Mesa Hirano? I'm not looking at the hearings, really, honestly, because I feel like that's kind of a foregone conclusion. We know what's going to happen. They're going to try to attack her on baseless things. I, I see some things. I see some of the clips. I saw our Major Hirano asked if um, Amy Coney Barrett had ever raped somebody or something crazy like that, any kind of sexual assault. I was like, man, really? Is that what we're going to do? Uh, come on. Like, stop. If nobody ever heard about anything like that, then it didn't happen. Why even ask that question? Why even put it out there in the atmosphere? Yeah, Major Hirano was a nut. Mesa Hirano ain't nothing but like an Antifa member. Okay. Shout out to Teresa Ann Elizabeth who says, thank you, ABL, for getting the message out about Joe and Hunter even before Facebook and Twitter censored it. Hey, no problem. Thank you for that. I had to get it out there right away because they like to try to, you know, crack down on that type of stuff. And I want to get it out right away as soon as I hear it just to be quick so you know instantly before they try to do anything. Before they can react, I got it out. Before the mainstream media get their filthy mitts on it i'm going to put it out there in a real way all right shout out to justice smith who says was it a beta male move to not do virtual debate no i don't think so and i think that he had a counter offer he was like hey let's not do the virtual debate let's do outside if biden does not want to do it inside and trump doesn't want to do it on the computer do it outside that way we could still have the debate. You're not worried about the virus because you're outside in open air. Let's do it outside. That would have been a better thing to do, in my humble opinion. But I don't think Joe Biden wants to have any more debates. So they want to just bypass this. You know, they, they want to say, oh, you got the virus. It's dumb. Thank you to Holly T. Lightwork, who says, are you all doing cleanups with Blexit? Well, let us see you guys in Los Angeles and across the country. But I'm in L.A., who should I contact about this? There's a Blexit chapter in LA. I don't know who runs it, but I will try to find out for you. And if you guys are watching Blexit, Blexiteers, uh, who runs the LA chapter? You guys let me know in the comments or email whatever you can. That gets Matthew Phillips who says, biting in bed, crack pipe in mouth, 2024, hashtag four years of crack. <laughs> how, how about four years of rock? How about that? Thank you for your super chat. Thank you to Apple Blocker, our puff daddy, who says, ABL, why are, pro, why are black pro athletes and black celebrities liberal leftists? Why do they support a Democratic Party? Well, a lot of them, they just are ignorant. They don't know any better. So they're going to support that just out of default. It's the same way I was when I was young. I didn't know any better, so I did it out of default. That's my humble opinion. A lot of them are not going to be really vocal about who they support. Unless they're reading a sheet of paper that they've been sent. It's like, okay, read this. It's what you're going to say. If they don't have any kind of thing prepared for them to say, any kind of teleprompter or a written speech, they won't have anything. They're not educated. When they go to college, they play basketball, and that's pretty much it. And they might major in African-American studies or culinary. They're not really there for education in a serious way a lot of times. Not all the time, but a lot of times it's just what it is. They're not educated. It just are taken away by default. Also peer pressure, but I digress. Thank you to Tiffany S who says, 
any info on the cover up with Hillary Clinton, Biden, Obama on a SEAL Team 6 and a 15, $152 billion payment to Iran. I don't have more on that, but I'm going to try to find some more. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Nate. She says, visit the Blexit website to find a chapter. There you go. Yeah, find a chapter on the website. That'll that'd work out. Thank you to Y'all Need Jesus. Great name who says, thank you for your channel. God bless. God bless you as well. Thank you for your donation. Uh, let me see. Shout out to Ian Kenny who says, Anomaly is in battle with Facebook right now. First, limited his reach like you. And now they're demonetizing. They demonetize his page. Yeah, that happens. That's why I never really was big on Facebook. I, I try to get Facebook cracking, but I never really could do it. I don't know. I'm just better on YouTube for some reason. And some guys like the opposite. Some guys are, be are better on Facebook than YouTube, but I'm better on YouTube. Thank you to Christian23, Allen35, who says, I joined the Oklahoma College Democrat Zoom call, and there was more Republicans than Democrats. It was all me and my friends trolling them. It was 3 to, <laughs> three to 12. Hilarious. Thank you to Talex001, who says, Hunter Biden is the exact rich brat type they tried to make Kavanaugh out to be. Talk about privilege. Biden is corrupt to the core. And you know what? That's a very good point. They try to paint Brett Kavanaugh as some kind of party boy, drinking, acting the fool, drugging, all this and that. But meanwhile, Hunter Biden, okay, you out here with the booger sugar and the meth, the cocaine or whatever. You doing all kind of wild stuff, drinking, smoking. You are what Kavanaugh uh, was portrayed to be in the media. But now they want to try to hide the reality about Hunter. So let me get this straight. They put out a fake story about Brett Kavanaugh, but they want to hide the real story about Hunter Biden. Interesting. All right. Let me see. Shout out to Rosslyn who says, what are your thoughts on why some conservatives are not supporting Trump? I don't know. I have no idea why anybody would do that. He has a very high approval rating. I don't know. I'm not really sure why that's happening. Shout out to Ian Kenny who says, why isn't the media covering China trying to take Taiwan? Probably because Trump administration has been back in the Taiwanese. Well, they don't want to cover anything. They don't want to tell you what's going on. They don't want to talk about how Tibet actually was a sovereign country and Hong Kong and Macau and Taiwan. Uh oh, Amber alert. <laughs> My phone should not even really be on. That's crazy. <laughs> Shout out to, let me see. But yeah, they don't want to talk about how China is imperialistic. They want to talk about, you know, Trump is racist for mentioning China. That's all that is. Thank you to, let me see, uh, Vicky Wilson, who says, you keep going, ABL. Don't stop spreading the truth. Will do. Thank you for your donation. Most certainly appreciate you. Thank you to Coleman Rose, who says, just, just becoming a member, ABL supporter. Thank you to Ian Kenny, who says, Hold on. Let me go back to where I was. And Kenny says, Wabatosa, Wisconsin is currently having peaceful protests over a 17-year-old who was waving and aiming a gun around and shot by a black officer. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. So the officer was black. That's all that really matters. They don't really care about black lives. If they cared about black lives, then they would support the officer and whoever died and figure out what's going on. But no, it's just about anytime somebody gets shot by police, then... They got to go out there and protest. That's all. All righty. Let me see. Um, okay. Lewis from Spain says, I just saw a video titled 
I was voting for Biden, but this changed my mind in Trump. Check it out. You're going to love it. Oh, greetings to your cousins. Yeah, shout out to all my cousins. Shout out to everybody out there. Um, let me see. <laughs> uh, what's that? Carrie Birch says, Amber Alert, where is Hunter? Hilarious. Hilarious. Thank you for your donation, man. Thank you to Nippon who says, my semester is on three-week break, so I'll be able to tune in both Wednesdays and Saturdays again. Shout out to you. Thank you to Jared Eula. I know what your name and I'm sorry. Who says, keep up the good work, ABL, hey, Ted on 24. JVH H-Town says, the rioters and activists are only doing the things they're doing to destroy, get paid, or encouraged by Democrats. Being offended isn't the real motivation. There you go. Ian Kenny says, Twitter is claiming, quote, the images contained on articles include personal and private information like email addresses and phone numbers, which violate our rules. Okay, dude. Yeah, right. Oh, okay. That's fine. But when they put out Trump's tax information, then that wasn't a big deal, right? Personal income information, how much you paid in taxes, how much you owe in debt. Isn't that personal and private? Can you share my tax documents or anything in it? Okay. I see how that works. Shout out to Orestes Moha, who says, ABL, I wish you do a live show daily. You are a great man with a great mind. You are the voice of the silent majority, but the time is coming for us to speak up. Let's make history chat. Hey, that could happen. I may do that. Maybe. I can't say yay or nay, but I may do that. Uh, Kyrie Burch says, if Biden can't raise a good son, how can he raise a good country? The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. 47 years, nothing to show. Hashtag Trump 2020. Very, very good. Good words, very well said. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Black Rocker Conservative Brazilian Jiu Jitsu who says, I wonder why I'm a sellout because I voted for Trump. LOL. Oh, by the way, that rap battle with DNA and what's his face was whack. The misinformation was so undeniably incorrect, but people will believe it. Exactly. There was so much wrong stuff said they had to censor it. Like it was two points in the video where they had to reverse the audio because what they said was wrong. Like some of the percentages and all that kind of stuff, it was just incorrect. And things they didn't censor were also wrong, too. All right. Shout out to Jeffrey Rudd, who says, Good day from Tasmania. Keep the reality checks coming. Will do. And shout out to Tasmania. Shout out to Eyes. Big up to you down there and the land down under. All right. We got calls to get to. I'm going to go ahead and get straight into it. You guys know what the deal is. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Okay, another one here. Coleman Rose says, your, your analysis is so key. I never miss. You are a true leader. I back you 100%. Well, thank you for that, man. I appreciate you. All righty. Let's get to some calls. You guys know the drill. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Let me turn my audio off on the desktop so you guys don't hear that loud ring and then i'm gonna turn the ring off as well we can go ahead and get cracking rocking and rolling all right let me turn everything the way it's supposed to be and we can be straight 434-658-1220 our caller line was speaking to 607 abl good evening it's um chuck home from north carolina all right man what's going on I'm actually surprised you're the first one to come through. Yeah, man. Lucky me, huh? <laughs> um, one thing I really want to speak to you about is like this, uh, the CIA operative that came out and said, you know, they uh, killed C SEAL Team 6. Yeah. 
Honestly, personally, something about that that really does bother me. Honestly, I really think he's lying in that case. I really do. So why do you think that? All right. I'm, I was in the Army. I retired out as a hooker, CH-47 mechanic. That's what we call ourselves, hookers. And there's something about that story that just really doesn't make sense to me. For starters, the type of bird that SEAL Team 6 would be on would be called an MH-47. That's mission helicopter. They're a lot more expensive. And I can tell you right now, a CH-47 Fox, or I'm sorry, correction, Delta model, an old school model, costs $14 million. I don't know how much an MH, most likely a golf model, would cost. But the idea of like them actually blowing one of those bad boys out of the sky, you're talking like maybe 30 to $50 million each. Mm. Something about that doesn't set, sound right to me. Right. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like just hearing it for the first time. I've not heard everything that's going on. So I have no idea. I mean, it, it, a lot of these things, sometimes you can take, take it with a grain of salt. You can't always believe everything you hear. So if you're saying that it sounds kind of fishy, I take your word for it because I think you probably would know more than I do. My personal theory is, as for like actually killing Osama bin Laden, the Satyara of the raid, honestly, I think that might be true. Was it actually OAB that they killed? I don't know. It could have been a fake. Who knows? But in my personal opinion, uh, when Barack Obama went on national television and said, hey, SEAL Team 6 went in and killed Osama bin Laden, I think at that point in time, I, there was a massive backlash with, like, the, with special forces. And they're like, hey, why are you dime dropping SEAL Team 6? Because you just put a massive, massive bullseye on their back. Right. Massive. Now, you, you don't say who did this. You say, hey, our people did this. All right? Sorry about that noise. And what I personally believe is, because not all SEAL Team 6 was killed, I use air quotes, is what my personal opinion, as I said, what I personally believe is SEAL Team 6 was on X aircraft, an X aircraft single bird mission in a, I guess you could say a hostile environment flying solo, a single bird solo mission, flying in enemy area like that, that, that even CS-47, that is really not likely. I've been in Iraq twice and I've been in Afghanistan twice. And like, it, it's just like, to me, it sounds like something like they said in the media to make SEAL Team 6 dead and just like, kind of like a witness protection system, honestly. Yeah. I mean, that's my, I mean, everything else is the, the CIA guy. Hey, he, sure. I, I'll, I'll take his thoughts with a grain of salt, but the idea of them actually executing steel team six. It's no, it, 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 it doesn't sound right. I mean, when, when a 47 or a broken angel call comes down, everybody knows about it. It doesn't matter if you're 47, UA 60, Apache, Iowa, it does not matter, training or in combat. When that broken angel call comes down, people know about it. It's just one of those things. Gotcha. I, I, I apologize. I don't know a better way to explain it. It's just that, that part of the CIA guy saying, hey, they executed SEAL Team 6. No, I, I think it's more like SEAL Team 6 was air quotes executed or died. And they're more like witness protection. 
that's my personal opinion. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, ABL, one last thing I ask of you. I've been spamming this in the chat. All righty. It's called uh, Fate. Buzz out calculator. Take 2020 divided by 666 and tell me what you find. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that right now, matter of fact. So we got 2020 divided by what? 666? Mm-hmm. And you got 30330. <laughs> That's funny. Have a good evening, sir. All right, now take care. Bye-bye. Hey, I, I did that right live on the stream. I, I did not make it up. I just put it right in my calculator, and I, sh I showed you guys right there. All right, let's get to some more calls. And let's do 813, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes, who am I speaking to? Hi, um, this is Maria. Is this Anthony? Yes, it is. Hi, Anthony. Oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I finally was able to get you. <laughs> uh, so Anthony I just wanted to say thank you so much for everything that you do and I wanted to say that I am so happy that you went to the Black Six um, uh, event that happened with Candace Owens on DC and I honestly wanted to go but I couldn't and I, it would have been amazing to have met you on that event if I had known that you would have gone I would, I would have just like <laughs> stopped everything and went you're an amazing, and thank you so much for speaking out, um, being the voice that basically we we don't have. Thank you so much for that. Hey, no problem. Thank you. Um, just wanted to say, by the way, I do watch this channel a lot, and thank you for everything that you do. Just want to say that, and just I, pre I appreciate everything that's the word the word that you say. Yeah. Well, you know, I couldn't do it without y'all, so I appreciate you for watching, for supporting, and I say keep on rocking with me. Oh, of course, absolutely. I take in the uh, the rock and roll for you every time I leave. I say, just rock and roll now. <laughs> <laughs> but right. you have a good one, okay? All right, now, same to you now. Bye. Bye. All right, shout out to the caller. Yeah, I've I known about the trip for a long time, but they were telling me to not say anything because you wanted to make sure that we didn't have any kind of any kind of crazy um protesters or whatnot get attracted to the event because you know how they do they want to fly out like a thousand people to come in there and try to disrupt so they couldn't do that the media didn't know until like the very end until like the day before so it was a good turnout it was overall a good event and i really enjoyed you guys and shout out to everybody that i met there for the first time before a few times i met you shout out to everybody that was there great event and we're going to have more so it'll be more opportunities to get together and have that big family reunion for sure all righty let's get to the next one all righty call on skype who am i speaking to okay hey, oh man all right hey anthony how you doing everything's good man what's happening um I'm on Skype, but I don't see you. No, you won't. You won't see me. You won't see me. You just hear me. Okay, gotcha. Well, uh, first of all, I just want to thank you for going out there and doing the Blexit event. I thought that was awesome. I, I didn't even know you were going to be out there, but it was amazing to see you out there when I was uh, watching the live coverage of it. So thank you for that. Oh, no problem. But uh, so a few topics I want to talk to you about tonight. Um, the first one was uh, the debates. So, um, 
the fact that they've canceled it at first i was kind of upset about it because because i i mean i thought it was a setup the whole time the way they uh put him in a position where he had to either agree to a virtual debate you know or uh or you know or you know come out and say no and either way they lost the coverage the next day for uh the pence demolishing biden or uh, paris but um so I thought they put him in a bad spot, but you know, the more I thought about it, I was just like, um, you know, what does it really matter? I mean, and I'm curious to your thoughts on this because I mean, I don't see how these debates can help him in the first place because of all the the way they're set up right now. The questions are just made to, um, you know, they're set up like you know the very fine people comments or the transfer of power or they talk about voter per, uh, suppression or white nationalism, but nothing about actual policies that would hurt would uh help us so i was just curious your your opinion on it i mean even if we didn't even have another debate you think it's good for him or bad for him i think the debates do help at a certain point because some people don't watch politics at all they don't know much about trump or uh joe biden so they rely upon the debates to get them an understanding of what's happening so i think that you do need the debates i think they'll still have one right before the election that'd be pretty important but um yeah, I, I wish he could have had it still. And I think Trump had a counteroffer. He was like, hey, let's do it outside. It wasn't just like, yeah. no, I don't want to do it. It was like, <laughs> okay, if Biden does not want to come inside, he's scared of the virus. And I don't want to do the computer because it's just not a good format for me. Let's do it outside. And he just ignored it, canceled it. So it's like, well, what did he do? So I think a lot of it was just the commission for the debate. They don't really like Trump too much. And they weren't listening to him when he was saying earlier, hey, we got the virus going on, so what we should do is have some earlier debates. They were like, no, nah, because the dates are already set in stone and we can't change them, but it, they changed them now because Trump had the virus. So it's, a, it's kind yeah. of some incompetence on their part and unwillingness to bend and adjust when they adjusted, when they wanted to adjust. So it's just kind of weird. Well, I mean, I was looking, you know, watching the VP debate, um, and, you know, people are talking about it, and it's been talked about ever since that debate is the court packing situation. You know, now there's reporters actually asking it, so people were talking about that. But, if I mean, if you go back and look at it, that, the, that question only got asked because Pence brought it up. Like, I will guarantee you that that lady was, had no uh, – that was not one of her questions. She hadn't said it till then, and I bet she wasn't going to ask it the, the whole time anyway. So, I mean, that's kind of why I'm like, oh, why are we even doing this? Because they're not asking any of the things that we care about. And, you know, he's he's dodging all the questions. She's dodging the questions. And, yeah, I mean, that they're accusing uh, Pence and Trump of dodging certain questions, too, but not to the same level. So that's just kind of my thought of, thought about it. And, uh, you know, and the other thing is the, the, uh, the Burisma um, – affiliation for with with hunter biden and what's going on there with the emails and how you know like you said facebook and, and twitter were uh, already pulling those back you know but why isn't this a bigger deal i mean why are not i mean how can they get away with just not even looking into any of uh, any of what's going on especially with his comments i mean that he he it wasn't even like it was a hot mic I mean, he just was straight up bragging about you know getting getting that uh uh, that prosecutor fired and everything else. And then there's so many smoking guns there and it's not even something they're talking about. So, I mean, you know, how, 
how how is that right and how can we even combat that well i mean it's a good question i felt like you have some protection from some high up political people especially those on the left and that's just kind of what it is that's not that's that that's that deep state swamp we, get, we got to get out of here a lot of these people are still pretty much ingrained you got all kind of judges and you got all kind of people you got to get through in order to make that not be the case anymore so i'm not sure what's going to happen i feel like it's going to be kind of a long process to even get to that point where you get somebody like that um on a charge it should be on I feel like the only way you're going to get somebody like that is if they get caught red-handed with a teenager in their basement and they still might not get any kind of time. So uh, I thought it's going to be kind of a long process and hopefully the process is done sooner than later. But hey, thank you for the call, man. I got a lot more on the line. All right. Thanks, sir. No problem. All right. All right. Shout out to the caller. Great call. Let's do a few more here. All right, boss. Uh, what's this? Matthew? Yes. What's going on, man? Hey, Bill. All righty. What's happening with you? Uh, I got a couple things. Um, Trump with COVID. Um, this is just my personal opinion, and you can weigh in. All righty. Um, so I will say this. I had COVID. My whole family had COVID. And, um, you know, Trump had COVID, and then he said he was immune. I say to this, you know, it's very well possible because we're all affected by it in different ways and like nobody really realizes that. Right. So now when you guys had it, like, was it like a, a real bad thing? Like how, how was the, what, what was the experience like? Uh, my dad had just really bad coughing and was tired all the time and mostly only had soup. Me and my little brother, on the other hand, we only threw up and then we were fine. We didn't do anything else. We were just fine. Right. Okay. So if you get COVID, just just saying if you do, not saying that you will, but if you do, just look out for that. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but in Ohio, there was a shooting with a four-year-old kid named Rowan Sweeney. He got shot. I don't know if you saw that. Now, who got shot? A little four-year-old named Rowan Sweeney. Oh, wow. No, I didn't see that. Now, what, what was the story behind that? Um, this man just walked into his house and then lit up the place. And then the mother got shot and she was clinching her little baby, Rowan. And she said, please don't kill my baby. And then the guy literally shot him, shot the little kid in the head. Wow. That's crazy. So was there any kind of racial motivation? Like what, what was the, was there any reason for this? No, not that I know of. I just found it out like an hour ago. Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy world, man. Alrighty. Um, I don't know if you saw this as well, but Pelosi was fighting with CNN and CNN, you know, is like mostly democratic is my opinion. And Pelosi's democratic. So, what does that mean for our future? Hey, that's, that's a good question. Alrighty. Well, one more topic. Uh, Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> I say that the little joke about 2020 divided by 666 is funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was interesting. 
You know, and I had been seeing that, but I didn't think that it actually worked. I didn't, and I didn't actually do it until just right now, and then it didn't work. I was like, that's that's hilarious. And uh, the Hunter Biden thing, I saw that Kaylee McEnany's Twitter got shut down because she posted something about that. Yeah, definitely. That was that was really crazy. Now, I was reading in the chat earlier. They said um, Jack Dorsey, you know, the CEO of Twitter, he said that was a mistake as far as uh, trying to shut down the coverage of the story but i'm like you're right you're right i feel like they probably went too far when they shut down kelly mckinney's page and they want to try to backtrack now but no i don't think it was a mistake they probably just did not mean to shut her down but they wanted to shut others down Mhm. now i just got this notification from nbc news but the white woman who called the police on the black man in central park yeah was charged for second call falsely claiming assault. Wait, she she got charged with a crime for that? Yeah. Wow. So is that like what is that? Is that you know, can you go to jail for that? Do you know anything about the actual punishment for the crime? Um, well, as far as I know, if you call the police about a fake claim, you can go to jail for that. But wow. I may be wrong. Yeah, I need to look into that. That's crazy. Because I mean I feel like it was just somebody that was kind of scared. I mean, it happens all the time. You, if you get scared, you call the police. It's what they're there for. But I'm going to look into that and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think this last topic I'm going to talk about happened maybe early September. I'm not sure. But Alyssa Milano, um, she had called the police on a kid with a BB gun. And yet she's a activist against the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I covered that one. That was hilarious. It's like, okay, uh, she she retweeted this petition to defund the LAPD by 90%, but then she went out and called the police on this kid that had a, a, a airsoft gun hunting squirrels, talking about, oh, it wasn't just me, it was my neighbor, and I was just, it's like, nah, 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 nah. You had almost the entire uh, county police department, fire department, all of that come out to your residence, but you wouldn't defund the police. So... I get to have the police, but you can't. That's pretty much how she's looking at it. Mm -hmm. Just like they said, mask for thee, but not for me. There you go. And now it's police for me, but not for thee. 1,000%. Absolutely. I just want to say I thought you did a good job at Blexit. Same with Brandon Tatum and Candace Owens. And that's all I got for me. Uh, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you. All right, shout out to my young my young callers. You guys are great. Hey, I got some breaking news for me personally. Facebook sucks. I think we all know that, but here's here's what they did to my page. I'm, I'm gonna show you guys right now. Okay, so th this is what's going on. Now, I figured they were already gonna do this. All right, so you see what's happening here. This this is my Facebook page, my my personal, I mean my business page, I'm, my personal page. So now it says page not allowed to advertise. You can't create ads or promote your page because it's restricted from advertising. So when I go to see details, um, let me see. I'm going to just zoom out here. If it'll let me. Hold on. I don't want to do that. Hold on. Let me just fix this up right here. I'm going uh, to see if I can show it. If it'll let me show it. Okay. Facebook sucking as normal. There we go. It's collapsed. All right. 
And it says this page isn't allowed to advertise because it was it is repeatedly posted content that has been debunked by third party fact checkers. This behavior means the page hasn't complied with our misinformation advertising policy, which is a requirement for advertising on Facebook. Its ads have been disabled and currently can't create or run new ads. So basically, I can't pay them to have them put my stuff out there because they already were downright on my page anyway. And Facebook sucks. But I put the same, I put everything I put on Facebook, I put on my YouTube. YouTube is fine. Everything is green. Everything is fine. I don't got no strikes. Everything is lovely. But Facebook, they're killing me. Same thing with Instagram. Facebook sucks. You know, that's why I don't even really focus on it. I, I go on there on my personal page more than anything else. I don't even use the business page that much. But that's just something that's going on. They're, they're trying to shut a lot of us that's conservative on Facebook down right now because they know the election is right here. We have big influence. We can go viral. Like I told you guys from the beginning, I had a viral article about hydroxychloroquine that went super viral. I had 900,000, close to 1 million unique views on my website from that one article and it was on Facebook. I had so many people that were on the website. My host called me and was like, hey, um, you want to you upgrade your, your plan? <laughs> I had a shared plan. You know, it was a decent plan, but it was kind of on a shared server. Like, it needs your own server, sir. So I had to upgrade my plan and pay a bunch of more money. And then here comes Facebook saying, oh, no, we're going to go ahead and just not even let you run ads. And it also downbranked my page. So not only can I not run ads, I can't even... But that's what they do. But hey, I ain't tripping. Let's consider the next call. 416 online. Who am I speaking to? It's Garbucks, man. How are you? Everything's great, man. How about yourself? Oh, just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you guys should do like a, a side by side thing and put it up online. Show the uh, rally. I was watching the uh, Blex rally, you know, and you could say. This is a peaceful demonstration, and then you show the crap that's going on in Portland and say, and this is a riot. <laughs> exactly, 1,000%. <laughs> Man, that was unreal. You guys just, like, went through the, the streets. It was fantastic, you know? And how how these guys can go and say those other things are peaceful protests. I mean, like, they got to be out of their skull. But uh, do you remember that Jonathan Price who got martyred by that cop? Yeah, I heard, I heard about that story. And yet nobody tore up the country over it. Yeah, I mean, because the thing is, what's the point of doing that? I think people just want to do stuff like that because they want to do it. They, they don't really care about the person that died. They're out there just for personal gain. That's all. If, if they can push a narrative, then the button gets pushed. They go out there and they tear stuff up just because they want to. And that's it. No other real reason. But it's, uh, doesn't Black Lives Matter trigger these little uh, um, <laughs> riots? Uh, yeah, they do. Because, because this, this guy was kind of pro-police and kind of anti-Black Lives Matter. Yeah, see, then the, the narrative gets destroyed at that point. So, you know, if you're just an innocent person and, you know, you, if, if they can use you as some kind of martyr, 
then they'll go out there and riot on your behalf. But if they can't, they then they can't don't care. Because, <laughs> right. So so black lives don't matter then, do they? No, nah, only only um, <laughs> to, only the correct only the the appropriate dead people matter. <laughs> <laughs> only the appropriate criminals seem to matter. Correct. Um, I have a, a, a question to ask about um, you know this systemic racism that they say is there, and it's supposed to be built into our system. Correct. That's what they say. So, like, like what from the beginning, we we built this into our system. I I, I guess so. I guess from like 1776, maybe even you know they say 1619. Although we were the kingdom of Great Britain back then, so I guess that counts too. So, why would anybody who was setting up a system that had people who were slaves think that they would have to write in? Uh, protections to make sure that they could keep these people down when they're already considered livestock at that particular time? Why would they worry about it? Do you follow me? Yeah, I see what you're saying. So it's like, basically, what's the point in having laws in the books that would have to remove you from society if you were already there as a regular person? Yeah, so that kind of takes away their argument, doesn't it? I mean, it should. If you if you're thinking, <laughs> if you, if you're logical and you're thinking like that, but you know they don't think logically. They think from the perspective of, well, uh, we were slaves and we weren't given anything from the beginning. They'll they'll counter every argument with any kind of argument that they think makes sense, although it does not make sense. So they can grift. Well, or or they or yeah, the grift, or just feel like. They're validated in their mind. They feel like the way they think is right, the way you think is wrong, and that's it. Because, like, we've we ever since George Floyd, we've had this going on up here too in Canada. You know, and the, the politicians just got a hold of it and have been going nuts with it. So, of course, we are. Oh my God! I saw your your. Uh, tweet with that woman who she looked like a crack <laughs> crack smoker and all the crap that she was saying like this is the type of thing that the politicians are saying that we're all like like every white person is like her when you listen to them I don't know if you get that 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 idea, but it sure sounds like it to me. Like every time they talk, like we're all like that, like that crazy woman. Yeah, like people like that's why how all these uh these um these trainings at your job place, diversity trainings and stuff like that. They assume that the way these crazy people talk is the way that regular people are, because they have the loudest <laughs> they have the loudest voices. They screech the loudest, therefore they are seen as the regular person. But no, this is an irregular. They are not normal yeah. people, but that's what, that's what they think. And it's really, that's part of the reason why I'm here, because I want it to be known that, no, that's not normal. We're normal. They aren't. Oh, it's just insane, man. But uh, anyways, I've taken up too much of your time. Thank you very much for talking to me and keep on keeping on. You did a great job at uh, Blexit, man. You guys were fantastic.
I loved to see the way that that went off. Not a hitch, no problems. It was it was really nice. So thank you very much, Anthony. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Okay, bye. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the irregulars. Shout out to Attack on Titan. That's what they are, irregulars. They're not regular people. That's what's going on. Let me get to the next call here. 860, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Biela, Sonia, how you doing? Everything's good about yourself. All right. Um, Saturday, I was waiting for your show to come on, or was it Wednesday? I forget. And you guys were at the Blexit event. That was so cool to see. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was really good. You know that that Saturday, I was I was exhausted because we were marching, and then I was just doing so much that day. It it was great, but at the same time, very exhausting. Mm -hmm. So had to get a little bit of rest. But yeah, that that was a fantastic event. Uh, once in a lifetime. Going to the White thing. House is on my bucket list. So that's amazing. Yeah, definitely. It was an experience. I'm thinking I, I hope I get to see stuff before they tear them all down. The the Lincoln Monument was still there. Yeah, it was still there. <laughs> I hope that's not next. I thought they were done with all of that, and then they started again on Columbus Day, huh? Yeah, of course. Ridiculous. When I saw you guys together at those Blexit, at the Blexit event and people were sharing the pictures, and I saw you know people from all backgrounds, like you said, different skin colors, different ethnicities, you name it, I thought about Michelle Obama's video when she said that, um, you know, that what they were trying to do uh, was for racial solidarity. And I would think that what you guys did was that, but that's not kind of so that's not the kind of solidarity they want, right? Nah, they don't. They don't want that. They want solidarity under the umbrella of what they think is appropriate. Yeah, apparently. And then I was watching the Comey, um, the Coney hearings. Oh my God, I couldn't believe that woman when she asked her if she was a sexual predator. My mouth hung open. I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, that 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 whole thing was crazy. It was like, why would you even ask that? Like, nobody ever said anything about Amy Coney Barrett being a sexual predator ever. So why would you ask that? I mean, to to be fair, she said that she asked she asked that question of everybody. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I'm not sure if it is true, but what? But why? What's what's the what's the reasoning? And people were saying online that she's known in Hawaii. This is what they said. They said we in Hawaii refer to Hirono as crazy Maisie or macadamia nut Maisie. This is why we have 10 billion rail project that only goes to Chinatown and Honolulu. So apparently she has she's like their Newsom. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And then I was thinking about um, Booker, Cor Cory Booker, how he was losing his mind asking her questions, too. It was as if somebody told them all, you know, the whole bunch. Somebody said, Klobuchar, you talk about your daddy in the nursing home that died of COVID, which is unfortunate, but I'm not sure what that has to do with her hearing. And then they said, Kamala, you show a picture of the kid, you know, that really needs health care and that he's going to die if she gets voted in. So that we can all feel like crap, right? And then they mm -hmm. said, Booker, you you got the race card. Because he asked her about white supremacy. I mean, totally unrelated things. <laughs> Un unnecessary, but you know, I feel like at this point, it's just it's just theater because it, it did the same thing with uh with everybody. And any kind of Senate hearing they have, they try to put out some new star in the Senate. They try to put out Cory Booker and Kamala Harris to get them ready mm -hmm. to become, you know, president and or vice president. And it worked. Here, Here is uh, Kamala Harris as a vice presidential candidate. That, that was the whole purpose of these little things, not for anything of any substance. And then when you did that video about the battle rap, 
you know, I was listening because I have my, ear, you know, my headphones on. I'm not always watching the TV, but I had to stop what I was doing to look at these men doing that battle rap. And I thought, they couldn't just have a conversation in the park? It had to be a battle rap? <laughs> yeah, it was, and it was kind of weird. It's like, okay, if it was a good battle rap, maybe I'd be like, all right, may, okay, that that was good. I can't really deny it, but it was not a good battle <laughs> rap. The battle rap was pretty dry. Dry than Popeye's biscuits with no drink. And like you said, it wasn't a freestyle, right? So the very least they could do is get their facts straight. It just didn't make any sense. And I thought about Jericho Green when I saw your video because he had put out something where he said that they did some kind I think they're going to have an event, and I think the lineup includes Monica and Ludacris, if I recall. And he said that his friend told him that had it been the 90s, that would have been a great lineup, but not anymore. So it's like they can't get Beyonce this time around. I'm not, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on with that one. Oh, well. Well, I'm glad that you guys are back and that you had a good event at Blexit, and it's unfortunate that the mainstream media won't cover it, but you guys keep doing what you do. Well, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Take care. Bye. All righty. Let's get to a few more calls here. Thank you to Sonya for the call, and shout-out to all you guys for the Super Chats. I appreciate y'all. I'll read those towards the end. Let me get to some more calls. All right, Matt, what's going on? Hey, what are you doing? Everything's good, man. What's happening? Hey, why was those rap battle guys talking so black? <laughs> hey, man, if you don't battle rap, you ain't black. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it just seemed like they were trying really hard. It's like, so I'm I'm a white guy. I finally switched back to being white. And uh, <laughs> it'd be kind of like being, me being like, well, I think I'm going to have toast today. You know what? Yeah. It just really looked like they were trying really hard to be black. But, but you, you got to be real tough. You got to be a super tough guy when you're talking about um, Joe Biden and trying to stomp for him in the campaign ad. You got to be real, real tough. You got to be hard AF. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, I went to Vegas. How was that? A dystopian. Yeah, like empty streets looking like Mad Max. It could, you know, it could get some crowds mostly because like nobody was like in shows or nothing because the shows weren't going on. Um, but uh, there was people at every table, at every corner, harassing you about masks. Wow, really? They, they had full staff and nonstop harassing you about masks. Put it over your nose. Um, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy. Um, and we basically, we walked around and did our thing. We couldn't set the tables because like it was, it was bad. Uh, and we just, we ignored people for the most part. And we found they, we figured out that they can't really do nothing. So we just avoided eye contact and, um, but it, it was dystopian. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I feel like we, we need to get beyond this whole mask thing because, I'm not really sure how long we're going to be able to sustain this just from just just from a, a, a tolerant standpoint as human beings. How long are you going to just be in the mask forever? I don't think so. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So I refuse to wear my mask on an airplane. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I guess I'm not allowed to fly spirit anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, so the guy, I think I had this epiphany uh, in Vegas that. I don't think everybody's miserable with this whole mass situation. I think a lot of people are like pretty happy with the whole situation because 
like this flight attendant for just as an example i don't feel as though he really likes his passengers and um, <laughs> he took it on me so i own an aviation company and i had to think really quick um he was get, so i had my mask kind of down like this and i figured that's a compromise you know what i mean like it's it's 50%. on right it's on but not all the way yeah, I'm just breathing. I just don't want confrontation or whatever. And uh, he says, it's got to be over your nose. So I just kind of faked it over my nose. And he went on. Well, I put it back down. He came back and, and got into me. And uh, so then I picked it up so that it was like this. And he goes, no, sir. <laughs> I was just trying to be funny, you know, and just trying to try to get him to, like, just chill or whatever. Dude, he went he went straight up Nazi. And uh, he goes, you got to do it. It's our policy. It's the law. And I said, well, what law is it? Right, right. And he goes, we've got lots of states that we fly to where it's a law that you have to have the mask. And I was like, no, you don't. No one's made a law for it yet. Mm -mm. And even the executive orders are getting overturned by the courts. And he's like looking at me weird. And I said, I pulled out the seat back, uh, the the briefing card is what they call it. So AC 2540. Uh, AC 120, CFR 121-46, whatever the law is. And I said, where's the masks on this? <laughs> this is the law. Right. Like, so, you know, I interpret these laws. You know, I do it for a living. You have, you have to show me taking off my mask to put on an oxygen mask. You know, if, you're, if we're so dumb, we can't figure a seatbelt out. You have to do this. And he goes, well, those were printed some time ago. And I was like, Listen, I'm sitting in the exit row out of everybody. I'm the only one that pulled out the placard. And you're not enforcing laws, but you're going to enforce a policy. Right? And so the laws are there for our safety. Is the policy there for our safety? I said, you're not a doctor. You're not a lawyer. You're not a cop. Right? And um, he goes, I said something to the effect of a I fought. I went into the whole military thing. I said I fought anthrax for two months. Wow! <laughs> I had to wear a gas mask, and I said I'm, I'm not dealing with your fascism. Um, he goes, "We're done," and he goes, "You can never fly Spirit again." So I just said, "Call the cops." But we were we were like uh, on the climb out and stuff like that, you know. After that, so but there was, wasn't nothing he could do at the time. But I. I don't know. I think if people just avoided eye contact or something like that and just said, okay, okay you know, or just said, you know, hey, leave me alone. You're you're scaring me because it is scary for someone to come up and jump in your shit. You know, you know, uh, you know, the main thing that what, what I would do is just uh, eat or pretend to eat. Like if I got a bag of Cheez-Its and a water, I'll just slowly eat the bag of Cheez-Its for the whole two hours. I might eat one Cheez-It per uh 10 minutes mm -hmm. and slowly chew it and it's like hey put your mask on hey I'm, I'm eating right now i can't really you know what i mean and then i got i got some water right here i'm drinking that so what can you do i can't eat with the mask on and even when i was on delta they were like okay you got to put your mask on but if you eat it you can take the mask off i'm like all right well let me just eat then and i never had no problems with my mask on with it, with it off because I, I got i got cheeses right here even if i'm not actively eating i could just I do that huh so one, they kicked a guy off a plane for doing just that. Really? They did that? Yeah. And he, yeah, and I was really surprised. He had a MAGA mask, and supposedly that's the reason. But in Vegas, like, they would wait for you to 
for the cup to leave your mouth, and then they would tell you to get the mask off. Wow, that's like, crazy. It was, it was something else. I. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it, but uh, I don't know. That's all I got for you. This Bo Biden is, is something else, man. You mean, uh, you know, Bo, Bo Biden, Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Muscle on his dead. <laughs> it's like, no, he's gone and you slept with his wife. That's what. You know, you're you're done right. using that poor man. Uh, but uh, that's all I got for you. I'm gonna listen to the rest of your show and appreciate you. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, man, be good. All right, shout out to Matt for the call. Yeah, I saw that about the guy that had the um the MAGA mask on on a plane, but I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a situation as far as him getting kicked off because of the the MAGA stuff because, you know, we were on the plane full of people that had MAGA hats and everything else on. And I, I didn't have MAGA hats on the plane. Usually what you get is thumbs up. Matter of fact, I had on this hat right here when we did people hat. And the pilot, when I was getting off, said, hey, love your hat, man. Great job, man. Keep doing what you're doing. I'll, you usually always get love on the plane when you got MAGA stuff on. Now, if you're flying Spirit, I don't know, man. You might be on the soul plane. You might be having the dude that dropped the bus part-time flying the plane. I don't know what's going on. But I was on Delta. Every time I go on Delta with any kind of patriotic stuff on, it's all love. I never see anything crazy happened like that so i'm gonna look into that story about that guy that had the maga mask on and see what's going on but i've never seen anybody usually the airport where you get the love at the, the flight attendants the pilots everybody give you love but i don't know about anything else okay all right skype caller pto what's happening oh hey how are you doing i wasn't expecting to get on <laughs> oh it's all good uh, man yeah um no, I just wanted to talk about, um, see, personally, I'm on the left, um, pretty far left, actually, but I listen to your channel, uh, and I actually really enjoy your channel, and it's a, it's a good way to get a new perspective. Um, I am very much against uh, BLM, though. Um, I think it's an obvious, uh, it's, it's obvious fear-mongering, and, and you can see it very blatantly through the mainstream media, uh, how they taint and filter reporting on certain incidents, uh, instances. Um, and I see it as a, a device to destabilize. Um, do you, would you agree with me on that? Oh, absolutely. 1,000%. One, 1, yeah. Um, and something I would like to bring up that, uh, that not many people talk about, uh, it's kind of like the left and right paradigm where do you, do you notice how like, um, on the left, they typically have more of a, uh, a pathos appeal to, to virtually every policy they take, you know, like appeal from emotion. Um, a lot of the times they talk, uh, it, it is directly related to emotion on the right. Uh, it would be more so of an ethos appeal uh, where it's all about credibility and, and credentials and, and how um, I guess like, you know, it, it depends on, on your status uh, more so than, uh, the conversation itself that you're having, they judge you more so on, on that than like the actual substance you're talking about. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on that as well. Well, I see what you mean about the emotional part. That it is a lot of what happens on the left because they're not necessarily trying to talk about what you're saying and the, the substance of it. It just say, well, what about this? And, you know, start crying and just, you know, try to get you put, tug your heartstrings. Now, yeah. as, as, as far as the right, a lot of it is credibility, credentials, but a lot of it is just, just talking about the facts, just, you know, giving 
the reality of the situation, trying to cut through the BS. That's what I see a lot. That's kind of what attracted me to this side when I was on the left, because I would hear stuff from the right, kind of like where you are, where you said, you, you know, you're on the left, but you listen to my channel. I was the same way. And then the things that I was hearing, I couldn't really deny it too much. You know, I don't always agree with everything, but the things that I was hearing, I couldn't really deny. So it was like, well, this is true. And I always, anything I do in any of my videos, I always put sources just so you can fact check me. Because I want you to know that I'm telling the truth. So that's kind of what I see mostly on the right. Okay, yeah. Uh, the Yeah, see, the thing is, is, is uh, when it comes to the right, uh, whenever I have conversations with a lot of people, and I, I noticed this also in the... Um, and, and the pl uh, policy platform of a lot of a lot of uh, uh, Republicans and you know Congress per se, uh, it's it's you know listing listing those credentials, talking about experience, talking about how long you've done this, if you were in the military and things like that. A lot a lot of it a lot of it is rhetorical device to use, um, I guess, to appeal to the populace. But I, I really don't see why we can't just sit down and have logical discussions, like you were saying, right? I mean, like. You know, it, it's just it seems like that's kind of like taking a, 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 a sit down at the sidelines and it hasn't really been um, hasn't hasn't really been put in play. Like a lot of it is just is just rhetorical device on both sides, I guess, to to appeal to their audiences. Um, but I mean, uh, yeah, that's that's what I wanted to call about. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. Thank All right. All right. Shout out to the caller. Yeah, I mean, my thing, I don't really see, I see some of that on the right, but it's mostly just about the facts. That's what attracted me was just getting down to the nitty gritty, getting past all the nonsense and getting into what's real versus what's fake, getting past the emotion and getting into the facts. That's generally what I see. But at a certain point, you do have the credibility thing come in there because just like I'm talking about the pilots, right? If somebody's talking to me about flying a plane, it's like, are you a pilot? You know anything about flying? You know anything about aviation? Oh, okay. So if you don't, then don't talk to me about this. Learn a little bit about it. Get some get some experience. Yeah, I, I feel like that is a, a, a legitimate thing. But I think we can have a conversation about whatever a subject is and speak about it in, in an honest way with each other and not have so much of the other stuff get in the way. That's what I want all the time. That's why my show was open to have those kind of conversations. I to call you online. We'll take it to 617. Hey, what's going on, man? Well, how much, how many viewers do you got with uh, oxychloroquine? A million viewers? You said what now? How many viewers do you got with uh, the oxychloroquine video that you made? You mean, I mean, how many, you know, views on the website? I yeah. had like almost a million um, unique. Damn, man, you mean a million people getting misled by you? So how come Trump didn't get oxychloroquine, man? He got like the the cocktail that reduced the load of the virus. He got uh, bullfrog, but he didn't get the oxychloroquine, man. Well, first of all, first of all, first of all, he already had it. Number one, earlier in the year. Second of all, how was I misleading anybody? Did you, did you, did you read the because article, you you, you, sir? Sir, you, did you, did you, you, read, did you, you read, read the article? You read to an article, an article article that is provably wrong by the what? medical experts. Did you, did you read the article? Is wrong by the medical expert. Did you read the article? I didn't need to read it. All right, so you, don't, so you don't know what the article was about. I don't need to about. read it. So you don't know what it was about. I, didn't need, I don't need to read okay. it. I know, I know. So I'm going to meet you right quick. You don't know what the article was about. 
I trust the chloroquine was in there, but you don't know what the substance of the article was. So you can't say that it's misleading because all that it was was a news report about the doctors, not about my personal opinion about the drug or anything like that. So it can't be misleading if I'm doing a news report. The news actually happened. If I say, hey, it was a crash on Interstate 264 in Virginia Beach, that's not misleading because the news actually happened. But go ahead. Okay, so experts, doctors, uh, uh, study research determined that oxychloroquine is not a main drug to cure the disease, not even to treat it. Point blank. Okay, no so some some so some doctors say second, second some second. doctors say that the drug is ineffective, and some say that it's effective. You can believe whatever you want. Is the, 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 the proving of, of being effective is so low versus the collateral damage is so high. So it's not, According it's, to it's, who? Not, it's not even worth to giving you that. According to who? Again, again, again to the doctors, to Dr. Fashi, Deborah, uh, Dr. Uh, what is the other doctor that, uh, Dr. Kim in, in, in South Korea. Three people. They all came with the conclusion that acetylchloroquine is not worth to be given to people. Okay. Maybe in the small cases, like so, let's say you have a is, thousand people, is it a new people, drug? Is it a new drug? Sir, sir, is it a new drug? What do you mean it's a new drug? Is it, is it, drug. sir, the question it's was, drug, but sir, it's not, it's not a sir, drug that fix. So, like I said, I'm not going to It's not a new drug. It's been around for a long time. People have already been getting it for other things. So you can't just say, oh, it's dangerous. You can't give it to people. They've already been getting it. That's why you don't have a lot of the virus in Africa and in the Indian subcontinent because they're already on the drug because it's a malaria prophylaxis. That's what's going on. But go ahead. I move on. I want to talk about the crime bill. You keep repeating and saying that. Uh, Biden want to this uh, want to reduce funding for the police. That's correct or wrong? Well, he said it. He said it himself. He said he wants to move funding no, from the police. No, that's not true. He never said that. He, he never did. Said that. He, never he sure did. That. You want to bet money? You know, he never said that. How much you want to bet? He said reform. He said reform the police. Do you know that Biden? He was the highest supporter for police officers in the United States. <laughs> How do you measure that? Because the crime bill, in the crime bill, uh, Biden drafted. In the Senate version, he funded billions of dollars to different police departments across the United States. He hired over 100,000 police officers that ended up reducing crime. Now, you run about the mass incarceration was no part of his version on the Senate. What happened was that Republicans came to the argument that the reason that violent crimes existed, it was because the drug cocaine, a drug crack cocaine trade and they will need to punish those who are distributing crack cocaine, and they, they added on the bill. How many okay, people know so that? Okay, so why, why did Bill Clinton apologize for it, and why did Joe Biden not apologize because for it? Because he signed it. He's responsible. It's so, not like Trump. Oh, it's not me. It's just, did, it's, did Joe he, Biden... He now, they asked Joe Biden, you, you're muted, so can anybody hear you? They asked Joe Biden, do you want to apologize the same way Bill Clinton did? He said, no, so what? I wrote it, and what? And he didn't say what you said. He said a lot of the black leaders at the time, they wanted it. So it wasn't even about anything else. He said that y'all wanted it. You got what you wanted. So what? Live with it. He didn't say, well, the Republicans, he didn't even blame them. So why are you blaming them? You're trying to cape for this man. No, no, no. I'm not caving for I Yes, you, you are, sir. That I'm on? That I'm on. I need to know so people can hear me. That I'm on? Look, just keep talking, sir. Or I can, you can get muted again. Oh, so now, Mom? Uh, look, look, I don't got all day. Keep talking. 
So, so what you're saying is wrong. Biden put more police officers, assault him in right in, in. So did he apologize? And when he didn't apologize, what did he say? So what? I wrote it. Black leaders wanted it. You got what you wanted. He did not blame Republicans, but you blaming them because you wouldn't cape for Joe Biden. He didn't even cape that hard for himself. Good grief. Controlled the, who controlled the House and the Senate at that time? It don't matter. None of that matters because he could have well, just said, you know what? He could have he said the same thing you said. He could have said, you know what? It was the Republicans. They put it in there. It's not my fault. I didn't even want to go that far. You know, I wanted to have this. And that's, he didn't do that. He said, so what? I wrote it. Y'all wanted it. Live with it. That's what he said. You're caping for this man. But you know what? As you're talking, while I'm talking, nobody can hear you at all. Right, the drug distribution part, like I told you, was the, okay, was the Republicans but guess what? Move on to the next thing. who amended the bill. So I'm going to the next thing. So the New York Post now is, is the New York Post, uh, 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 Trump said it was a fake news uh, newspaper, so it's no longer fake news now. What happened now? Did he change? I, n I never heard him say that. Yeah, he did say the New York Post, the, the New York Post, it was a fake newspaper, so it's not a fake news as long as it fixes his, his, fixes his narrative. I don't, like I don't know anything about that. <laughs> A long as he's like, okay, I post acyclorquine, allow me make, help me to make a million viewers and make money. I understand, you know, there's nothing against that. I mean, you you entitled to, you mean you have the right, not the entitlement, the right to make money. Are you a hater? Do you, do you, do you need a loan or something? Are you broke? Are you, are you homeless or something? I don't have no money. Can I get a, can I get a dollar? You constantly, constantly, oftentimes, you mislead people with your information along the feed there now. What did I say that was wrong? people want to hear What did I say that was wrong? Like I said, the, the, the drug is not suitable for that particular See, problem. Not, you don't be listening. I, the, the drug, the, the report I wrote was about the news story that happened. It's not about the drug or anything. Like I said, if there was an accident on 264 going to the oceanfront in Virginia Beach, then the accident happened. It's a news story. The news happened. You can't say... I'm misleading people by talking about the accident because it's a news story that happened. So I'm gonna go ahead and get to the next one. What? That, that month. So why why if if, if Hunter Biden committed someone is a crime according to what you believe they committed a crime? Yes or no? What what crime? What are you talking about? You know, like he had, he had a deal with uh, Boris May. He was put in the in the uh, in the in the board. Was making 50k a month, and then so. So it, 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 it nah, is a war the, the, the crimes, criminal, the right? criminal action comes when you use your father to okay. tell Ukraine to fire the prosecutor because they're looking into your company you're getting paid from. And then you have a foreign official contacting you saying, hey, can you help us use your influence to get the pressure off of our back? Okay. And then one year later, it happens. And then your dad goes on TV and brags about it. That's the actual thing. As a matter of fact, they impeached Donald Trump for just having the phone call to ask to look into it. Oh, you're trying to get foreign officials to you know, uh, okay. assist with your okay. campaign and stuff like that. So it should be the same thing for Hunter Biden. Look into him the same as Trump. Don't, don't, let, don't let it be, so, so you, you, sir, I'm talking, I'm talking quiet. Don't, don't, don't let it be nothing, no kind of double standard. Just let everything be the same. If you're going to attack Trump for that, attack Hunter Biden for that. Simple. No, I mean, it, I, I don't believe that no one should use their family members and influence. Like just Trump is doing it in the White House with his two sons. Uh, his daughter made, uh, what, the $80 million with trademark with China. But I don't want to go into the details. Why Trump controls, uh, he got the... All right, look, we don't, we don't got that much time. You're talking too long, so 
What are we talking about as it relates to Hunter? All right, all right. You're going too long. Have a nice night. All right. Got a little bit too much time. Let's get to the next call. 919, you're the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Tracy. All righty. What's going on? Hey, um, I am calling because I wanted to talk about Christopher Jack. Have you seen anything about that? No, I haven't. Okay, it might be something that you want to look up. It is. It came out, the report came out today, and, and I think David J. Harris had it on his site, um, about there was undercover videos of Christopher Jacks and leaders of the Democratic Party in Colorado um, talking about how they are pre-planning violence if Trump wins. Oh, yeah, I think I did see that. He's part of some kind of crazy leftist organization. Yeah, they were talking about um, that they were had a list of billionaires that they were going to be targeting because um, they feel like if they target a bunch of billionaires, it'll get attention quickly. And um, I think the the CEO of Amazon was like on the top of that list. Wow. Yeah, they need to get the FBI called on them immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand how, like, people can say all this stuff and just get away with it, but if it's a Trump supporter and they blow things up like that, boy, like the FBI and everything's knocking on your door. Oh, yeah, absolutely, 1,000%. So it, it needs to be the same standard share for everyone. It shouldn't just be you know, an over-the-top reaction to a Trump supporter or even a suspected Trump supporter. It should be the same for everyone. Right, and um, this reporter that was interviewing him had a hidden camera, and they have it all on video. So I'm interested to see where this is going to go and if it goes anywhere at all. Yeah, hopefully it does go somewhere because some of these things, it's never anything that happens. It's just something. It, it's outrageous. It comes out, and then it's just like, okay, what's what's the next step? Can we get some? Can we get the ball rolling to some arrest or something? So hopefully something does happen as a result. Yeah, and they were talking about um, they have guillotines on standby because they were going to start chopping people's heads off the moment that it's announced that Trump won. It's crazy. Yeah, that's 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 wild. These people are nuts. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. You take care. All right now. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's get to the next call here. Seven seven four your line I'm speaking to. Yes, who am I speaking to? Seven seven four. Oh, what's up, baby? Oh, this is um Massachusetts couple. Uh Gift of Legends, aka Gift of Legends. What's good, man? How's everything? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. How about y'all? We are, right, man. We appreciate you. You know, just trying to give support. Um, I don't know, that caller, that dude before this lady that that's on right now. Uh sorry you had to deal with him. That was annoying. Um, he's obviously misinformed. We should uh, open his Verizon and get more information correctly. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> um, well, we're familiar with what he's saying. We know a lot of people that kind of go off the same talking point. They just copy, like, the Mockingbird news or the echoes in social media um, without even knowing the truth. So a lot of people are kind of take it for face value and believe it without doing the research. Just support it just blindlessly. It's, it's all you can watch and see. But uh, 
I'm calling because I just wanted to uh, give the listeners uh, a perspective about Pelosi, man. Um, my wife brought this up earlier. She said, what if Pelosi is, is setting it up so, you know, Biden's out, Kamala gets presidency, and she can be vice president? That's that's like interest, conflict of interest, correct? That's, that's what it seems like to me. That, that's definitely a conflict right there. Right, because she's the third, uh, the third to get into power, and then they set up the um, the people that can vote on whether the president's unfit, which seems like it's set up for Biden. They even said it wasn't set up for Trump. Yeah, they're planning to get him out. We all know that he's just a pawn. He's a puppet. So we were just going over like who would she end up picking for her VP? But maybe because Pelosi is the third one down, she would end up taking that spot. Or do you, what do you think? Well, it had to be Mike Pence winning it. I mean, I'm not really sure that's going to work. Maybe it'd be Pelosi if they go past uh, January when this thing's not resolved. I'm not sure how that's going to work, actually. Yeah, it just seems like Pelosi's trying to set herself up for for position of power somehow, some way. And, uh, you know, people are, are stuck on, you know, uh, Biden, and the, like that guy just did defending him and then trying to defend the crimes of his son and all that. And it's crazy. But, you know, people are overlooking Kamala and her crazy oh, crookedness. As a prosecutor. Yeah. <laughs> more people than, than, than anyone else when she was a prosecutor. Oh, and Cali. Or, uh... I, don't, I don't get it. How are people voting these people in? How are these people... Just listening. Well, they didn't vote her at all. They're voting. Look, the people voting. You know, I don't get it. She was the lowest out of all of the Democrats. Yeah. She dropped. She dropped out at like three percent. Yeah. She didn't even have a lot of support then. I, I just, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. And then this new information that this lady said before I called about a uh, in crimes uh, for the presidential electric, uh, election if Trump is, uh, you know, president again. Uh, that's like saying. We know a dude down the street trying to plant a bomb at the post office, and nobody's going to do nothing about it. How is that? How is that? You know, how is that legal? How is that acceptable? How come they can that can just happen, and, and nobody goes after these against organizations doing this? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, that's understand. a good question. Right. Well, they have um, in a lot of the major cities, there they've rented out whole hotel rooms to be in this to be put in place. For around election time. Yeah, there's already in Boston. Um, Boston, the capital of uh, the state we live in, they they have whole hotels just rented out already yeah. around voting um, around election, just getting set up to go and protest if you know he wins Trump. It's like a you know, I don't know what organizations these are, but half of our you know half of the Democrats. They, they, kind of in BLM or whoever they are, they're kind of in terrorist territory planning these things. How is that acceptable? That's crazy to me. Right. In our own country, from our own people. I'm mind-boggled. How can the president can't stop this or, or do something about that? It's, or whoever can do something. I don't know. It's crazy. I can't believe the stuff I hear. And if, like anybody else, they would have been in jail already just for the mention of such things. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Protesting. That's not protesting. You can't assume someone's going to riot. That's right. But right I, have, uh, I don't. 
I don't know if you'd be open to the idea. Once you, but um, you so you you take callers and sometimes you get it on the Democratic side or Republican side. Um, have you ever thought about doing like um maybe a live debate session? Get a caller from each side and have a little bit of a live debate. Um, yeah, I, th I thought about doing things like that before. Like I've I've done it like on TV and stuff. I do that a lot, but uh, maybe on my channel I might do something like that. Like have a like maybe between callers, maybe I can be involved with it. That that's a, that's an idea. Absolutely, yeah, you would do really great with that. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be a great experience. It'd be a great thing to be a part of to give the American citizens, you know, a platform to debate. safely debate. Yeah, yes. that'd be great. And you're good at handling people from both sides too so yeah. i think you'd be great at that also um your show a few weeks ago you had a young kid on he did like video chat yeah and i i really think you're you um and you know the the other guys you stream with would be great mentors for that younger generation yeah i believe you're right absolutely because a lot of them they're coming up and they just you know need to kind of get pointed in the right direction I think it would be a good thing for us to do that, for sure. Absolutely. I hope you do. And we're ready to support with both of those ideas. It would be great. Definitely, man. Um, one more thing, if I can just... Um, well, I got, I, got like, just, I, got, I got like no more time on the call. I'm sorry. So I thank y'all for the call. I definitely appreciate you. Thank All right. You. I'll catch you next time, man. You have a good night. Appreciate All right, no. Same to you. Bye. God bless. All right. Shout out to y'all. Appreciate the call. Great call. Let's get to the next one here. All right, let's go. Let's see. All right, call you online. One speaker two six five seven. Mister Logan, it has been such a long time, sir. What what, what is going on here, sir? How are you doing this evening, sir? Everything is all right. I mean, who am I talking to? Is this like a um a, a cartoon character? What's happening, boss? We are the Democratic Party, sir. <laughs> and we are very disappointed in you, Mr. Logan. Oh, is that right? You, have been, you have been leading millions of our plantation workers off the farm. How dare you? Hey, I mean, I got to do it because we're free. We've been free for a long time, so it's time to go to the promised land and escape the plantation. As Nancy Pelosi instantaneously famously said today, we feed you, we feed you. You are not free, sir, until we say that you are free. That is the course of democracy, sir. Um, I, I beg to differ. I think that we're free and nobody can say anything otherwise we're going to do whatever we're going to do and the democratic party cannot keep us in chains neither can nancy pelosi or anyone else but mr logan we have your food stuff <laughs> we have your section eight waiting list i will i will grant you this offer mr logan we will move you one place up in the section eight waiting list if you agree to tell your followers to vote for Joe Biden, uh, the man who cannot stand without a puppet hand behind his back, <clears throat> you did not hear that from me. Mm. Uh, 
Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pass on that. I don't need Section Eight. I, I think I'll be, I'll be, I'll be just fine doing what I'm doing. Just you know, paying rent or mortgage or whatever I got to do. I'll be, I'll be just fine. No Section Eight for me. Mister Logan, please come back to us, sir. Please come back to us. Come back to your home on the Democratic plantation. I can't do it. I'm out here as a free man. I can't turn back. If I turn back, I'm going to turn into a pillar of salt. So none of that's going to go on for me. All right. You know who this is, brother. Good talking to you again. I'll be back next week. All right. Thank you for the call. All right. All right. God bless you. Y'all y'all are crazy. You guys with the calls are nuts. <laughs> wow. That was wild. Creative. I, I I really enjoy calls like that. The super creative calls. Wow, that was hilarious. Yes, yes, this is real life. <laughs> oh man, the, the the section eight um um waiting list was beyond funny. <laughs> All right. Five zero eight. You're online. Who am I speaking to? Hey, what's up, baby? How are you doing? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Hey, I just want to give you a shout out, man. I'm watching your live show, and I want to say thank you for everything you do. That last caller with that uh, weird voice about the Democratic plantation, man, that dude was hilarious. Obviously, he's trolling, and he really feels strong about conservative values. I can tell in his voice, especially making fun of the Democratic Party the way it was. Um, I've definitely been a long-time watcher. I, I, I watch everything you post on the way to work because, you know, I got a two-hour drive, so you definitely take up a lot of my time. I appreciate it. And, uh, I want to say God bless you and thank you for taking my call. I'm calling, I'm calling out of Massachusetts. So I want to say thank you, Abiel, for everything you do. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. And God bless you, man. Have a good night. All right, God bless you. All righty. Good call. Let's get some more calls here. It's 704. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? 704. Hello. Yes. All righty, man. What's going on? Hey, how you doing? Just calling in. Uh, man, I just want to give a shout-out, man. I saw you met you up at the Blessed Rally. And uh, had a great time, man. Yeah, man. It was it was an excellent, excellent time, man. Like, the, the rally, the White House, everything. It was it was, it was was definitely a date to remember, uh, uh, an event to remember, man. i never forget it. For sure, for sure. And to everybody who doesn't know, I was surprised. I, I had no idea. You were a lot taller than I expected, man. You were sitting down on the camera. I didn't know. You was tall. You tall. Yeah, everybody says that because you see me from, like, just, like, my chest up. You don't really don't see. It's like, it's like an iceberg. You right. don't see, you know, the whole thing. So <laughs> it, it's different when you see me in person. For sure, man. Hey, man, just want to chime in, man. God bless you. And uh, keep doing what you know. And thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Appreciate it. Yeah, everybody always says that. It's like, you know, I know you were that tall. That's it's like a common thing because I'm six foot three. Like right now, that's how tall I am. So and then I'm not I'm kinda like almost basketball size, but not quite. I gotta tighten up a little bit. But yeah, I'm a pretty tall guy. Okay. Let me get to some more calls here. And thank you all again for being here. You guys are the best audience on the internet. If you like if you're not like the video yet, like it right now. If you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and subscribe right now. I'd appreciate you if you did that for me. All right. All right, Valentine, what's going on? Anthony, long time no see. How you been, brother? Everything's good, man. How about yourself? Good. Can't complain, thank God. Let's take it 
one week back a little bit into the pressing conundrum of the uh, the leftists, which is, you, you know, what, what the pressing issue is, is, is actually the fly on Mike Pence's head. <laughs> the fly. Man, listen, did you know that um, Gail King actually described, <laughs> this is hilarious, man. She she actually described the fly as a fly of color. No, no, she didn't. No. <laughs> Google it right now, man. Google it. Google Gail King fly of color. She said, and she, and she was like, mind you, that was a fly of color that landed on his head. Straight up. Wait, was she serious? No. She she was serious. You know, Gail King doesn't doesn't joke like that. She was serious. She was like, mind you, that was a fly of color that landed on his head. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. I'm wow. like, damn, they're even bringing this whole um. Critical race theory into the insect world? Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> it, it is, it's crazy, more insanity. Talking about this this whole uh, SEAL Team 6 being sent, um, I, again, I've, I've told you before, and, and I'm not like that. I like to see the facts. Show me the facts, and I believe that Obama sent them to get killed, supposedly. But, Mike, and I want to ask you, Mike, and this was like nine years ago when they killed Osama. I was not into politics. I didn't know what was a Democrat, what was a Republican. But the first thing that I asked, asked myself when they said that Osama was murdered and he was buried at sea, I'm like, not even a picture of the body? Where is the body? Didn't you ask yourself that question? Yeah, I was kind of concerned about that. It's like, man, they could have just said anything. They could say, all right, it, it, just, it could be anybody out there or nobody out there. Plain and simple. I'm like, just just show me the body. Like, why why do you have to? So, I mean, because they didn't show the body, it just gives more credence to a lot of these theories that people say, which, again, to me, they're conspiracies. You, you show me evidence and and I believe them. But they, they haven't. And they just say these wild things, these wild claims without no type of evidence. I mean, if he did it, he did it. I mean, but where's show me the papers. Um, Talking about this censorship, man, that is coming for us. This is just straight up. It's just for us, man, for right leaning people. This this is all they have never, ever, not even an extremist left is I haven't seen them getting censored. It's just right leaning individuals. Do you think that censorship is necessarily bad for the conservative movement? I, I actually don't think so. And I think we are going to come out the winners and I think we're going to benefit a lot from it. But what do you think it's necessarily bad? Um, I think that it is because you are not hearing all the information you need to hear you, you hear on one side and regular people they not may, they may not know to do more research and look they're going to just see what's presented in front of them on social media and stuff like that so they're not getting the full story which which makes sense but me as a capitalist and i'm pretty sure you you are a capitalist too i like i i think like it's not necessarily bad that conservatives are now having market capitalist capitalist forces are coming into the market and just forcing competition for people like twitter and now more people are talking about the gabs and the whatever and the other things i, I think to be honest and it's all because of them uh the leftists if we get our own stuff like literally the like you know this is conservative media like for example one big one that is coming up right now is conservative hip-hop you, you you know uh tyson james and uh what's the other black guy name i forget his name uh bryson Something Bryson. That's cons that's hip hop exclusively for conservatives only. Christian conservative. I think that's a that's a great thing. I think when the competition to Twitter comes out, that we we won't get banned on there. I think that's a great thing. I think when the competition for YouTube, like a, a competitor for YouTube, comes out, I think that's also a great thing. So I mean, I, I again, I believe in capitalists and capitalist forces, and I, I again, I think is 
just great. I know you uh, you, you differ a little bit, but that's why I, I see the little grain of salt. And I'm going to leave you with this. For the people that are really worried about the election and all that stuff, Gallup poll did a survey asking the people if they're better off now under Trump than at the ending uh, of the uh, Obama presidency and the George Bush presidency. And believe it or not, I think it's 56 percent of Americans say that they're better off under Trump. Could you believe that, man? Absolutely, man. That's that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> great news for us. But my brother, great that, that you're back. I was looking for you on Saturday and didn't find you anywhere. I'm like, okay, I, I guess he's taking it off. But you're back. God bless you. Take care, my brother. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Peace. All right, shout out to The Valentine Show right here on the YouTubes. Again, The Valentine Show, that's who the color was just right now, right there in the bottom left-hand corner on the screen and speaking through audio. And um, just a quick point about the whole thing with Twitter and the censorship. The thing is that they take advantage of Section 230. Section 230 allows them to evade um, lawsuits for content on the platform because they're not a publisher. They are a platform. If I'm not mistaken, the way that it works, if you are a publisher, anything that goes on your website, you curate because you could possibly get sued for what's on there. You're protected against getting sued for things that are on your platform. If you're just a, pl if you're just a platform, not a publisher, you can't curate content because if you curate content, now you become a publisher and you're not subject to those same benefits of not getting sued for what's on your platform. If I'm wrong about that, let me know in the comments. I know you guys will correct me. When you start to curate content and remove certain things because you don't like it and it goes against your particular viewpoints and your policy, you're blurring a line in between the platform and the publisher. So those legal protections will fade away. And if you have the protection faded away, then your whole business model is dead. The way that uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, et cetera, works is they could put whatever they want. They can allow whatever they want on their platform because they didn't, they're not the ones putting it on there. We are, it's user generated content. But when they, when they interfere, now they're starting to editorialize and publish. So they're, the whole thing, they're, they're killing themselves by doing this, you know, they don't really understand that, but I think they're trying to fight it with big lawyers and big money. What's going to end up happening is you're going to have a war between big tech and their lawyers, the federal government, local government, and their lawyers. People just out there suing them and their lawyers is going to be a big money battle in between. That's what's going to happen. Because I think the, the bigger issue here is that the employees of the particular platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the employees don't like what's going on with the conservative stuff infiltrating the website and they want to get it off. But it's going to be a fight between them and the bosses that understand that they are a platform, not a publisher, and they cannot lose their legal protection. If they lose legal protection, there'll be no more Twitter or Facebook or anything else. And that'll be bad for everybody because these platforms are very big and they reach a lot of people every single day. You're going to have less information be disseminated. I have my own website, but I need to be able to have the social media platforms to share links and get it out to a lot of people very quickly. But I digress. All right. And, and the lawyers do win. That's no right. That's right, Noreen. The, the lawyers do win because they're going to eat all the way. It don't matter if you win, you lose, whatever. They don't care. They're still going to eat. They're getting their retainer. They're getting their fees on the back, on the front, on the side, everything. So 
it's a big mess. That's pretty much what it is. But the the key is Section Two Thirty. That's all it's about. It's about laws, about money. All right, Victor, what's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for taking my call. And no problem, man. Yeah. So before I talk about the Amy Barrett uh, uh, confirmation hearing, I want to talk about what's happening in the NFL. Dwayne Haskins, the quarterback of the Washington no-names, <laughs> uh, did you hear about them? Uh, what, what about them? Well, he lost his starting position, but Twitter said that it's racist. Now, hold on, because... hold on, hold on, pause, pause. Now, Dwayne Haskins, is he, is he a black quarterback? Yes, he is. Okay, so black quarterback got benched. Now, who did he get benched for? Cal, Cal Allen. Okay, but... Cal, and Cal White, right? Yes, but later in that game, though, he was benched for Alex Smith. Right. Yeah. And I could understand on the surface because the Washington football team is a bad offense. That's a horrible, horrible, horrible offense. So I'm not going to put the blame on Dwayne Haskins. However, though, before they even got their new coach, there were already things about Dwayne Haskins that the organization themselves had an issue with. Before before they even drafted him in mm. the first round, Ohio, Ohio State was questioning his maturity. Uh. On top of that, when he got to the organization, they kept t- talking about his work ethic that you need to practice more. You need to study the play playbook more. Even Doug Williams, the first black quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. The Redskins, yep. Yeah. Even he, back in February, said that he needs to practice better. He needs to study better. Wow. Yeah. And on top of that, it seemed like the maturity level was being supported Last year, when he won his first game in the NFL, you do you know what he did? What did he do? He before the game was over, he was he walked up to the fans, started high fiving all the fans, and he was supposed to go out there, uh, go out there on the field to finish the game. So the game is still going on. He needed to go out there for the last down, take the knee, watch the locker room, do all that. He's high fiving, celebrating at that moment. Yes. <laughs> silly 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 yeah so you so you have a brand you have a brand new coach you know that he's going to come in with a new system and the organization already had an issue with his maturity and his work ethics and there there was no OTAs because of the pandemic right therefore he probably didn't understand the playbook and even the coach Ron Ron Rivera said that at one and three, we probably still have a chance because the NFC sucks and we're going to put somebody in that knows the system, which was, which is Cal Allen because he was the backup quarterback for Cam Newton with the Carolina Panthers. Right. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me, make perfect sense, but you know, people don't think like that. And they, they also don't understand that sometimes guys get benched. It happens. I mean, 
Alex Smith was a pretty good quarterback. The same guy, right? You play for the 49ers? Yes. Yeah, he was good at one point. I mean, but not that, then he was on a third string. So I'm saying that happens. Guys sometimes will get bent. Sometimes guys will make it to the NFL. So it, it can't be it's, – it's not a racist thing just because you're black and you get benched. You know, I mean, and, and look huh? and look at Joe Flacco where he got benched for Lamar Jackson. Right. Josh Rosen, you don't even hear about him anymore. Uh, he's, hey. on the, he's on the practice squad. He was drafted number 10 overall. Now he's on practice squad. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's, that's, that's the NFL. And also, you know, NFL, not for long. You got a short career. Cam Newton was one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But now he's on the Patriots on a very, very small deal, like a million dollars, veteran minimum. Yeah. I mean, life comes at you fast. You got to be – you can't just not practice and not care about the playbook that you're going to just be starting forever. That's just lazy and it's dumb. And anybody says you got to be – uh, it's, it's racist. It's just not thinking clearly. Yeah, and on top of that too, it's not like Dwayne Haskins is going to be benched forever because Cal Allen is not going to take the position. Alex Smith, if he because he's been out for more than a year because that that leg injury. Yeah, it was like two years. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's if if the game catch up catch back up to him then I could see him taking the spot. But other than that, I won't even even worry about it because probably next year, Dwayne has to get his spot back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, so the 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 Supreme Court confirmation. Have you been paying attention to that? No, not really. I've I've seen some uh of the clips but I've not been watching it, sitting down watching it, because it's kind of a foregone conclusion. They're going to confirm her. So it was like, the only time I'm going to see anything about it is a clip where it's kind of interesting or something is said. Yeah. So there was there were two things that that two Republicans pointed out for the past two days. The first day was the Republican the Republican senator from Iowa, how people were mentioning that, oh, they're rushing the process. And he pointed out that this is the 16th day ever since Trump picked her that they started the confirmation. Everyone else started before that 16th day. So they're not rushing the process. In fact, they started the confirmation hearing earlier than the, than the previous Supreme Court people. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then on today, how the Democrats kept saying that this doesn't feel right. I mean, it's election day and it just doesn't feel feel right how you just being pushed in. Do you know what didn't feel right? How you ruined Brett Kavanaugh name over a lie. Just right. because you didn't want him in office. I understand that you tried to go after his credential, but to call him a rapist with no evidence, that's even worse. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And throughout the whole thing, they're not talking about her credentials. They're talking about, oh, it's we're going we're afraid that you may get, vote out the Affordable Care Act or you're going to take away women's rights. I mean, well, it just, it just, it doing all kind of things. It just tried to paint her in the bad light. Like, it doesn't really matter because she's going to get confirmed. But all they want to do is trying to 
damage reputation, make her seem like she's crazy, put things out there so the media will hop on. This is a good call, but I got to get to a few more calls, man. Thank you for your calls always. All right, no problem. Talk to you later. All right, now, peace. All right. All right, let's get to the next call here. Let's go. 484, you're on the line. How much speaker to? 484. Hello? Yeah, 484. Hello, what's going on? Hey, hey, Bill. How's it going? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Uh, good. Everything's going good. Hey, hey, I want. I, I was talk, I was debating somebody about when somebody was not debating, but I was talking to somebody who was trying to justify all the looting that was going on out here, saying it's been uh, years and years of the you know the usual excuse. It's been years and years of oppression, and they tried to protest peacefully, like saying to the um, saying we need change, we need change, something needs to change. Still no change, and it says a boiling point that led up to this point. And I said to him, okay, well, years and years of protesting. I said, well, Martin Luther King protested. They had dogs sick on them and had water shot at them and were beaten up and all that kind of stuff, and they made change in history. But as far as you guys, from what I saw, you guys just went out there and just started destroying stuff immediately, then started protesting afterwards when you ain't got nothing else to destroy. <clears throat> right, right, exactly. Yeah, it's just... And, and mind you, this, this is one of my coworkers that tried to justify that, and I said, and like I said before, most of the hard-working business owners, he tried to say, oh, well, they should have had insurance. It's like, okay, if you, I said to him, well, save your car. Your car gets destroyed. And you go out because they brought a Kyle Rittenhouse. He shouldn't have been out there. Well, I was like, well, like any normal, decent human being, they're probably tired of the community. They're probably just protecting businesses. People's livelihoods getting destroyed. Who are you to go out and destroy somebody else's way of making money? If you know what I mean, if you're mad at the police, but they're all just emotional children, and then like all the other countries, I can kind of see like Donald Trump. I kind of see why a lot of people think this country, the people here, are kind of stupid. Not stupid, but you know, unintelligent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But with Trump trying to, but let's see how many. I'm just curious to how many other mail-in ballots they find. Um, they find being tossed out, but I think they're going to slow that down or probably stop it because they know they're being watched. Or they're going to find more. They're going to find like this. This whole thing is going to be a mess. It's already a mess. We're not even really into the 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 meat of it yet. We're not into the thick of it. There's going to be a mess. This whole thing. You, you saw these crazy long lines for the early voting. It's it's going to be a mess. I know on election day, November third. When the actual voting polls open up, the lines is just going to be hella long. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to vote early if I can. Like, I saw the lines out here where I live. The lines are crazy. I'm not going to go, like, right on the first day. It's like Black Friday. You know, you're trying to get a PlayStation or Xbox or something like that. I'm going to just wait a little bit until, like, you know, kind of, like, in the middle of the, the, the early voting process and go ahead and do it. Yeah. That's the same thing and, I was and, thinking. And, and, hold on. Right. I may cut you off, but I, I'm, I'm going to vote in person, at the poll, no mail-in. I just want to say that, just so everybody knows what's going on. Yeah, 
because I was going to do it online. I wasn't going to do it by mail at all. They sent me the ballot, and I ripped it up and tossed it out. I was going to do it in person. I'm going to do it in person. I'm going to do both online and, but I wasn't too sure about the online, if they can actually try to manipulate that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do it in person. And when they said the voting polls open up, I'm, I'm going to just be right there early in the morning. That's it. That's all you got to do. Yeah, pretty much. Well, all right. Thanks, ABL. Oh, yeah. And uh, about the rally, yeah, I, I enjoyed Candace Owens, Larry, and Brandon Tatum speaking there. I was like, wow, over in D.C.? And I guess by the time the mainstream media figured out about it, they, it was it was kind of already too late. It's kind of good that that happened, though. Yeah, it, it was good because they, they, couldn't, make it. They, they couldn't spend an argument. They couldn't spend some kind of crazy story about it before it happened. They couldn't sick their dogs on this, meaning Black Lives Matter, Antifa, any other subversive group. So it was a beautiful thing, man. It was really great. Yeah, and by the time any, any Black Lives Matter that you guys – that was out there. It was probably already out there even before the rally even started. Correct. But you couldn't get a whole mob of people. Right, exactly. Good. Yeah, I enjoyed the video. I still watch it. <laughs> but thanks anyway. I'll see you. All right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Let's go to the next call here. The number to call, 434-658-1220. If you didn't hear that number, is always in the description box and is usually right here in a ticker. It'll just pop up randomly as the the time progresses all right let's get to the next call here calling on the line one speaker two eight one seven hey what's going on man this is steven all right man what's happening hey uh long time fan abl i appreciate everything you guys do for the uh community and no problem man thank uh, you for watching what what one th- uh two things real quick uh i'm gonna say if, if donald trump wins this election and republicans uh maintain the the senate and uh anything flips it, it truly is to uh individuals like yourself uh candace owen ben shapiro um and, and and a slew of others that are out there that are really uh providing a lot of the america with what is actually happening in our government and political system and uh, i appreciate you guys for that and no problem we gotta Secondly, do it uh, yeah second that was talking about the, the supreme court and what what could potentially happen if the Democrats win the Senate and uh, Biden gets elected? It could truly be the death of any kind of – I know people complain about the two-party system, but this could potentially be the shotgun uh, blow to the leg of the slow bleeding out of it ending any kind of secondary party at all. Um, if, if they were to pack the courts, no others – I mean, it would, it would give them – the Democrats control for an extended period of time to really write any laws that they want that no conservative could ever fight against, because if it just goes up high enough, it'll just get bashed down by the Supreme Court. And so the Senate and the House will know that, and they'll be able to do whatever they want for as long as they want. Um, and it, it won't even matter by the time the Republicans or any other secondary party gain control back. It could, it could be far too late um and true and truly cripple this country i think and bring a lot of uh, devastation to our way of life and and disrupt the ideals that this country is built on now you make a great make a great point make a really great point and that's why that's part of the reason that i was given as far as why it's very important to get trump back in office because it's not and it ain't just about him 
of course, the, it is him, but there's much more to it. You're talking about the future of the entire nation. It, you know, if you lose a Supreme Court, you lose a Senate, you're pretty much done for a generation. Yeah, I mean, it could be, and, and, and possibly even longer. I mean, like, you, like I said, it, the conservatives will have free reign to do whatever they want. They can make whatever ridiculous laws and... And obviously, it's not going to happen overnight, just like people think that Trump ruined the country in four years. It's not going to happen, like, just overnight. But over an extended period of time, if they maintain it long enough, you know, if you're if you're a Christian in America, it's going to completely alter, like, how you're able to live your life. Um, and not just Christians. Um, I'm not overtly religious, but I, I certainly understand the value of religion and uh, the positivity that it brings to, to most people. Um, but but I think that that could that could do serious damage to the conservative party for, like you said, an entire generation. And I'm right there with you. And I and I truly hope that on November third, everybody that that supports that party uh, shows up in full force. That's right. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, that's all I got. I'm gonna let you go. I appreciate you uh, taking my call, ABL. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Shout out to the caller. Made a lot of great points there. Absolutely. 425, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes, 425, who am I speaking to? Can you hear me, caller? Caller, caller, I can't hear you. All righty, so I don't know what you got going on. I'm on mute. Put, going once, going twice. Sorry, caller. I don't know what happened. I couldn't hear you. All right. Let's get to the next call. 229, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes. Who am I speaking to? Hi, my name's Kyle. I'm all the way over in Kuwait right now. But all I'm right. from uh, the United States. I'm over here working overseas. All right, man. Shout out to you, man. What's, what's happening? Hey, man. I've been watching your videos for the past couple months. Uh, you know, I, I uh, before I, I kind of lean left, but uh i've been watching your videos I've been watching brandon tatum's videos uh i just wanted to give you a shout out i'm on the way to work um i love your videos love brandon tatum uh david harris all these guys um so just giving a shout out really appreciate your videos and everything and hey, thank you for that i appreciate you man all right i won't take too much of your time thank you very much all right thank you appreciate you yes all right shout out to everybody over there Overseas, serving the country out there in Kuwait. I wonder how hot it is already right now. It's probably still like early in the morning. I wonder if it's real hot. Talking like 100 degrees, but we'll see. Let's get at some more calls. 580, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes, who am I speaking to? This is Tammy. All right, Tammy, what's going on? Hey, I just want to let you know, this Sunday... I'm going to get to participate in, first time ever, a car parade, Trump car parade. So we're uh, all going to be on either. It's so exciting. And I just want to let people know, show your support. You'll reach people that you probably don't even know you're reaching. And you don't have to be a millionaire to make a difference. That's right. That's right. That's going to be really fun. I saw some of those guys that were doing a, a, a truck parade out here. I saw them leaving. It was like I could tell that was a whole lot of fun. You know, I'm trying to get a big truck so I can go out there and do some of them, uh, the same thing. So I think you really enjoy well, it. And 
you know, the best thing about all these events is just meeting the people, talking to everybody. It's so much love. It's no hate. It's, it's going to be really good. It's going to be exciting. My 16 or almost 16 year old grandson's going and my son, we're going to have a ball. We're going to take a lot of pictures, videos, and I just want to encourage everybody. If you get a chance to do this, do it. That's do right. It. 100%. All right. Well, you have a good night. God bless you. Keep up the good work. All right. Thank you for your call. I appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, I want to do a Trump. I've I've not been to a Trump car parade yet. I've I've been to a Trump rally. I've been to I've been at several Trump. Events. I've been I've been to the White House three times. I've been to um the actual like a, a big ten thousand people rally, a smaller rally. I've been in a lot of different places, but I've not been to a Trump car parade yet. Now those I feel like are going to be very very fun. I want to do one of those really soon here. I, I missed the one that was out here where I live because I was in D.C. 425, you're on the line. We'll speak it to you. Hi, is this ADL? Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Such a big fan. Um, I'm, my name is Crystal. I'm 42. I actually was red-pilled by my 23-year-old son. So um, there is a little bit of hope for the younger generation. I pretty much watch you, Tatum, and a couple other people that are, that's pretty much where I know I can get my news and kind of get the facts. But I called in today because um, just a couple of times recently, like just in the past few days, every time I'm on YouTube and I'm watching my videos um, and it goes to commercial, there's these commercials coming on and they start off, they're totally profane language, um, if you actually listen to them, they're actually inciting um, and violence. That's my opinion, anyways. And um, they are anti-Trump, all that. But just the fact of that it's a, it's a rap song by an artist in Paris. And, um, like, they're just, it's like, because it's an advertisement, it kicks in automatically in between the stuff I'm listening to. You know, I kind of watch what I listen to when I have my daughter around. But I just thought two things is, you know, is that me personally, I don't feel it's okay. And then second of all, just because it's an advertisement. But uh, I just wanted to know, like, you know, maybe if you check it out and give a commentary on it, just your own opinion. Because I'm all about free speech on whoever's side. But my thing is, is it's an advertisement that's just kicking in, like while I'm washing the dishes, listening to you. It just happened a minute ago. So what, 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 what's, what's, so what? So what is the song again? Who's like? I want to be able to define okay, it. So it's called the well, the advertisements on YouTube, and they're just automatically playing. But it's their um, Paris is the artist, and. Um, I've heard two different songs now, just listening to you for the last few hours. Okay. In. And yeah, and they're horrible. They're horrible. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm going to check it I'm out and see what's cool. going on. Yeah, please. And I, yeah. And I don't know if you can uh, like tag me something so I know that I don't miss that because I really do. Okay. With love. All right, thank you, ABL, for all you do. You've inspired me. I'm going to try to, I'm out here in Seattle. And I'm going to try to see if I can't get something local 
you know, going on for myself. New age, new, new day, right? That's right. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for all your, you know, all your work and dedication. Oh, come on. Th thank you for watching. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Awesome. So goodbye. All right, now. All right. Shout out to the caller. Hey, I found that uh, video clip of Gail King talking about the fly that was on Pence's head is of color. It's a fly of color. I want to play this to see like exactly what she said. I still don't believe she said this. I, I still don't believe it. I got to hear it for myself. Hold on. I'm going to put it on the screen and also you can hear it through audio if you're not watching the um, the the podcast. If you just listen to it audio only. Let's check it out. I still keep going back to that fly. Because, you know, number one, I've never seen anything like that. It was a fly of color, too, that came at a very, very opportune time. And I still keep going back to that fly because, you know, number one, I've never seen anything like that. It was a fly of color, too, that came at a very, very opportune time. What the? And I still keep going back to that fly. Because, you know, number one, I've never seen anything like that. It was a fly of color, too, that came at a very... I mean, is she joking? I can't I can't really tell because I don't really see a smile. It could be like me where I might crack a joke and I'm like deadpan. I, I, I don't I, I just don't understand. I don't really get it. These people are strange. A fly of color. I feel like that's racist, but I'm going to keep on moving and get to some more calls. So I'll wrap it on up, put the bow on the top. All right. Let's get to. Um, let me see. I've already called you on the line. Who am I speaking to? 407. Hey, good evening, Anthony. And uh, first off, I wanted to say congratulations on the uh, BC rally the other day. Oh, thank you. Appreciate you. Good, good. Anthony, I'd like to cover two things r real briefly. Uh, first off, you had a caller. Uh, he was a Democrat, and you guys were going back and forth for a few minutes. And I wanted to address him directly, if possible, um, in the sense that that is your typical Democrat, where they just want to attack, 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 instead of looking at whatever facts you posted on your video. And you would think that Democrats, I know as a, uh, as a human being first, before anything else, a human being, and tell me if you agree with me or not, Anthony, if my mother and your mother, you know, well, let me use my mother. If she got sick and Obama said, hey, there's a cure over here, that it's not FDA approved for this, but it would work. I would want my mother to take it. Would that be the same with you, Anthony? Well, if she wanted to, I would say whatever she wanted to do, I would want the opportunity to be available to her. Right. And how do you call it? What it gets me is I think we had a, a Michigan senator, an Afro-American lady that took the medicine that Trump had uh, said, hey, this works. She took it and she came out publicly and said, that um, thanks, thanks the president for making it available a little bit more than normal because it saved their life. Do you remember that story? I do remember that. Yes, I do. And um, she was upset that Gretchen Whitmer was trying to prevent her from getting it. As a matter of fact, she almost didn't get it because right when Gretchen Whitmer was on TV talking about how bad it was trying to ban it, it made it hard for her to actually get it. So she almost cost her life because, you know, trying to play politics with something as serious as the virus. Yes, yes. And, and I'm glad you said it instead of me, Anthony, because it's amazing how um, the Democrats, and I'm going to point this very pointedly, in that situation, 
after that senator, and forgive me for not knowing her name at this moment, she was pretty much censored for thanking the president. Then we have the Democrat, Democratic senator from somewhere in Georgia. I forget his name. Um, he's he's a he's a, he's an Afro American also. He wanted President Trump to do certain things, and I've seen him on Fox a few times. Another, I've seen him um, go on MSNBC and praise the president for putting money into the black community, certain um, programs to help minorities and Afro-American colleges and things like that. And he gets attacked. And today, the epitome of it all, Anthony, Ice Cube, which I am not a fan of at all. I cannot stand his music. I don't hide it. I don't like anything about him. But I have so much respect for him because he came out and said that the de- he, he wanted to work either with the Democrats or the Republicans to help the black community. President Trump initiated some kind of program for $500 billion to help the Afro-American community, not after the election, but now. And Ice Cube said, hey, if they're willing to do it now, I want to help my people now. And there is Twitter after Twitter, Twitter after video of people calling him the N-word, calling him the most atrocious names um, House, you know what, Uncle Tom, I don't know, are you aware of that, Anthony? I've not seen that specifically, but I'm not surprised. That's kind of like common, unfortunately. Yeah, and I want to point something out that I understand Democrats don't like this president because they just don't like him. But again, as I said last time I called you, Anthony, if Obama had killed, you know, eliminated ISIS, do you think he would get a Nobel Peace Prize for that? I should. If Obama would reduce unemployment for the black black community, the Hispanic community, or Oriental, for women at all-time low, do you think he would get a Nobel Peace Prize for that, Anthony? He most certainly should. And it's just what gets me, Anthony, and I wish that caller would call back. Instead of just hating the other side, why can't we take a step back and say, you know what, this president, I don't care who he is, black, white, or orange— is trying to do what's good for America. Why can't we all just do what's right for America? Because right now, that young man, two seconds, I think four or five callers ago before the uh, the Democrats called you trying to get you back on the plantation, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> My wife is still laughing, Anthony. We could we were laughing because you were laughing so hard, young man. <laughs> but um, when they were talking about free speech, Anthony, and I don't mean to divert so quickly, it's they are trying to do everything they can to control us in a complete plantation. As Nancy Pelosi said, we feed you. And they want to feed us the media. They want to feed us what they want to feed us, when they want to feed us. And what I don't get is, Anthony, I don't have a problem with the other side having a, an opinion. But why is it? And I wish somebody would answer this for me, Anthony. Maybe you could. Why is the Democrats feel that they can tell us how to think, how to be, and how to do everything? When all their states, California, Anthony, is that a desirable state or are people leaving it? People are leaving. How about New York, Anthony? Are people staying in New York or are they leaving? Leaving in droves. How about Illinois? People don't talk about Illinois, but Illinois has the worst pension problem. They don't even want people to know that it's in the almost in the trillions right now. Are people staying there or are they leaving? Oh, they're they're leaving, and as a matter of fact, I see them down here. I see Chicago plates every day. So it's like, Anthony, maybe it's me. I'm a, I'm a little older than you. I'm 55 years old. If people are leaving states and 
New York, Massachusetts, and how do you call it? And uh, California only make up one fifth of this country's population. Okay, and Anthony, be my ombudsman for a second. Tell me if my math is correct. They're one fifth of the population. They get fifty-five percent of all the government subsidies. Is that math add up right, Anthony, or is there something wrong with that math? Uh, it's a little off. It's, it's definitely a little off. It, it shouldn't be like okay. that. Okay. All right. Well, I need for you to smack me over the phone because <laughs> I still don't understand why people continuously, like that gentleman, come on the phone and attack Republicans when their states have become very undesirable. I'm trying to be polite right now. And they continue to go ahead and push their agenda forward. And one last thing is, Anthony, if you if I was going to be your president and you asked me a question and I told you, I don't want to tell you how I'm going to run the country. I'll let you know when I'm good and ready after you vote for me. Would you be okay with that? No, because if I'm going to vote for you, I want to know what you're going to do. That's the whole point of campaigning. I want to know what you're going to do. That's the whole point. So if you're not going to tell me, then what are you even doing? Don't run for president then. Anthony, you can you cannot go back on the Democratic plantation. <laughs> you use too much common sense facts. God bless you, young man. And thank you for taking my call and allowing me to vent. All right. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. Good night. All right. Great call. Let's get to a few more calls here. And thank you all for joining. You guys are the best audience on the Internet. Um, I got time for one more call, actually. Now I'm going to you in the line. I'm going to speak to Nine one two. Hello. Hey, what's going on? I talked to you. Uh, I think it was about a week ago or something. Thanks for uh, taking my call again. I didn't say my name is Tom. Nice to meet you. Like, alrighty. Likewise. So, what's happening? Oh, man. I mean, lots of stuff. There's lots of information. The, the information that different people get at different points and times is <laughs> it's. It's, 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 you know, hard to decipher. I mean, you can look at Pelosi and her interview with whatever Blitzer or something, I guess it was today. Was it was it Wolf Blitzer and, CNN? Yeah, I think that one. The, you know what I'm saying? But even the news cycle and the, 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 the real information, I mean, it, it blew my mind that Kaylee McEnany got her Twitter banned and all this stuff. I don't tweet and Twitter and Different people get information different places and different times. So it's, it's like I watched Trump tonight. I mean, it was, a, I saw a lot of usual graded enthusiasm at the rally. USA, you know, keep America great. Like, I don't understand why that's a problem. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. It may make sense to me, but see, people, they don't want to, they can't see things that way. It's just so hateful. They don't really see anything, any kind of logic or common sense. Yeah, but I'm not super into sports, and I think we briefly touched on it the other day, but I guess the Lakers won, and but they were like, had 18 million viewers last year or something, 5 million this year, and before you know it, it's like, well, what happened to the NBA? I don't know. Maybe you guys like did too much Black Lives Matter stuff and it, it's, like it, cleaning it up off the street in, in New York and stuff. I mean, there's certain things that just we want to watch basketball. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just too much other stuff going on. 
aside from what we came to see, it's like, okay, uh, why, why must I have all the, just, just give me the basketballs, all I want, I don't want all the other stuff. And because you got all the other stuff and then it's a weird kind of season, it's not a normal time, it's kind of a, it's kind of a subpar product. It's just like, why watch? What's the point? Right, and you would also think that kind of people have like more time and free time and would enjoy that. And I know it got disrupted in terms of like the school season, you know, like Corona or whatever came on. I guess there's certain names you can call it, certain things you can say. I mean, it's even like the whole Biden information that's coming out. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. These pictures are inappropriate. You can't say this or do this. And it's like, whoa, well, this is the actual reality of like, what's going on and what's going on. Like, I don't think it's new news to me or you, but it might be new information to a lot of people. Right. Yes. I don't know the information and even the battle with it. I mean, like YouTube and what you can do, what you can say, what's appropriate, what's inappropriate. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to like walk this thin line of, because you obviously don't do anything like that I would consider remotely like wrong in the violation of rules and what you say or don't say. You just talk about kind of stuff that's going on. I mean, and people can take it all kinds of ways, but it seems like it's hard to just talk about what's like really going on, I guess. Exactly. 100% correct. But hey, thank you for your call. I got to get to the end of the show here. I appreciate you for calling in. All right, no problem. Thank you for taking my call the other night and tonight. I will continue to watch you and listen to you. And I mean, I appreciate you just doing what you do. I mean, a lot of people do. Because you, you, I, I feel like you're very open and honest and straightforward. I mean, once again, I don't look at you based on your skin color, but that's the way that like a lot of people judge stuff. Which I got you. Doesn't make sense. Thank you for your right, call, we'll man. Appreciate you. All right, now. All right, bye. All righty. Okay, that'll be a wrap for the show. If you couldn't get on, I'm sorry. You got to blame the white man for that. It's not my fault. Uh, I'll catch you guys next time as far as the calls. So don't go nowhere, though. I've still got a few more uh, super chats to get through, and then wrap it on up, put the bow on the top. You guys are the best audience on the Internet, so go ahead and give me a thumbs up if you've not done so already. Like the video, share the video, and also, if you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. It's totally free. Go ahead and do that for me right now. And when you subscribe, click that bell as well so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. And, all right, Super Chats, I'm going to read those, and then we close it on down so y'all hang tight. Let me see. Uh... Thank you to Cynthia Cotney, who says, shout out the Amber Alert help save a child. Yeah, the Amber Alert blew my phone up. It's coming, you know, heart about jump out of my chest because I ain't expected. Uh, shout out to Gary Thanos, who says, Bush Jr. slash Quellen Obama slash Biden protected Osama bin Laden, Obama bin Laden, Obama bin Laden alive and well in Iran. Cheryl H., thank you for becoming an ABO supporter. Also to Wolfgang76 for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Inverted Earth for the thanks heart emoji and donation. Shout out to Sarah Papesh who says, I'll be working on the polls. I'll be working the polls on election day from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. And I work in law enforcement, so I'll be checking for fraud. This military veteran is praying for strength to get through that day with little caffeine. Hey, yeah, prayers out to you. You're going to make it. And thank you for volunteering, making the big difference. 
yeah, look, look out for that fraud because they're going to try. So thank you for being out there on the on the proverbial front lines or on the real front lines. Ain't no proverbial. Let me go back to where I was. Um, let me see. Thank you to Monica Bell Bellinger for your Superman emoji donation. Thank you to Orestes Moja who says, where we go one, we go all. Thank you to Will Redding who says, I hear Biden is having the ghost town hall on ABC. He's looking to lock down the tumbleweed vote. Hilarious. Watts, thank you for your donation. They say ABL equals America's most trusted news source. I appreciate that. Buck versus Windshield says the party seeks power entirely for its own sake. We are not interested in the good of others. We are interested solely in pure power. George Owen, 1984. Uh, thank you to Barker Rick 71 for becoming a member of the ABL squad. Thank you to Lindsay Monty who says, Shout out to my son Aiden who's watching right now. Thanks, ABL Trump 2020. Yeah, shout out Aiden. Big up to your boss. Uh, but versus Wilshield says, OMG, so good. Who is this with the laughing emojis? That, that was a guy that called in with, with the crazy voice. Uh, Monroe Doctrine says, PlayStation is now recording private parties and you can get banned. I think I saw your email on that if that was you. Um, it's equivalent to you making a private Facebook phone call and getting banned. Hope, hope someone doesn't get offended. Uh, yeah, that's why you got to use Discord. Hopefully Discord doesn't do the same thing. You know, that's that's really the wave right now rather than using PlayStation parties. Thank you to Monique Grady for becoming an ABO supporter. And aren't PlayStation parties kind of insecure anyway? I won't even use that. I use Discord if I had to be... If I was especially a young person like gaming online, I would use Discord with friends like on a private server that nobody else knew but us. Uh, Leo Mazina says, for those lefties, the Hatch Act was not violated at the White House. No, it was not violated. At, because first of all, number one, the president and the vice president are exempt from the Hatch Act. That's number one. But even if you say, okay, it was other employees involved, whatever, whatever, it wasn't no rally, it was no political, it was just a regular event at the White House. You can have White House events, there's no problem. That's no problem. We had a rally outside the White House, not inside the White House, but we'll move on. A shout out to my man, Jericho Green. Thank you for your donation, boss. Jericho Green, he says, shout out to the world's finest Navy. Hurrah. Yeah, shout out to the Navy. Big up. Shout out to Evodio Tovar, who says, I'm not sure if you spoke about it tonight, but did you hear about Merriam-Webster Dictionary adding a revision to the word preference? It apparently insults the LGBT community. This revision was added today because of Amy Coney Barrett confirmation hearing. You know what? I saw the whole thing about Amy Coney Barrett and, you know, preference. And she apologized for that, which she shouldn't have because <clears throat> she said something about sexual preference. At a certain point, it is sexual preference. You can choose to be gay or straight. You know, maybe somebody is gay that didn't choose to be gay, but you can't choose to be gay. You know, you got guys who go to the penitentiary that aren't gay on the street, never had a gay experience, but when they go to jail, they choose to be gay. Or maybe they are gay and they choose to be straight when they're home. Because isn't sexuality about who you have sex with? Because if you just had a male friend that you didn't have any kind of physical, you know, contact with like you do with a woman, then you wouldn't be gay. You'd just be friends. You got people that you, if you're a man, you got male friends. When you go to that next level of doing something, you know, different, then now, and now that's gay. You could choose that, can't you? You can choose to be gay or straight if you want. You could also be born normally as straight because that's how life is. Maybe you can be born gay, I have no idea, but you can choose one or the other. So yes, you can choose. 
But I want to see what they said as far as, you know, the word preference there in a dictionary. And also, they say you can choose your gender, but you can't choose sexuality. But I digress. Thank you to Mitch Girl POV for the thumbs up emoji. Shout out to Kendra Buttersworth who says, why is Bill Barr not prosecuting? That's my question. Thank you to Lili for your donation with the keep it up workout emoji. Thank you to Kendra Butterworth, Buttersworth who says, Republicans in positions of power are failing to defend our president and our democracy. I'm getting angry with our elected officials that are not rallying around our president nor take down the left either. Thank God. Thankful for Rudy, but he isn't elected. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm with you right on point. Shout out to my man, Coach 79 who says, Ice Cube called a race trader on black Twitter because he's working on platinum plan with Trump. Watch Ice Cube vote Trump now. I'm going to call it now. And he might, you know, Ice Cube might vote Trump, Killer Sushi. Anyway, aside from this whole thing going on with Colin Kuhn, Uncle Tom, that might just make him come out and say he does work for Trump. He might have been in the closet before, but this one pushed him out of the closet. Kendrick Brothersworth says he is drunk. Hey, I didn't say that. You said it. And thank you to Coleman Rose, who says, ABL, you're amazing. Thank you for being you. I'm proud to be watching your content. You are an essential part of my day. I appreciate you for that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'll try not to be gone for as long as I was over the weekend, but that was pretty important. You know, I had to go do that. I had to be there for everybody, be there for myself. But yeah, I'll be putting out more videos tomorrow, of course, and all throughout the week and the weekend. I'll be back live again Saturday. I won't, I, won't miss, I won't miss it this time. I'll be here. I don't have no events to go to. So I'll be here Saturday doing my live show at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And I'll be most likely live on Brandon Tatum's channel tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern time. I think that's pretty much all I got right now for you guys. Um, thank you all again for being here. You guys are the best audience on the Internet. This show will be available on your favorite audio streaming platforms, whether that be Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, or whatever. Audio only. So... The video won't be bearing down on you as far as the bandwidth. You can search for that through the link in the description box and also just search ABO Live on your favorite audio streaming platform. And shout out to all the moderators doing a great job tonight, keeping the trolls in check. I see True Helper. I see Killer Sushi. I see the Rapper 10,000. I see Bill from the Hills. I see everybody in here. I appreciate y'all for what y'all do. Alrighty, so that's pretty much all that I have right now for you guys. I'll be back again live tomorrow on Brandon Tatum's channel. And I'll be live again Saturday right here at on this channel, same time, 8 p.m. Eastern. And that'll be it for me. Y'all go ahead, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.